Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's topic is Chapter 4, Text 15, The Time-Tested Path of Perfection. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupah Kadamahyam Dadatisva Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Haripriye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhyayevacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namonamaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna How to open link on Mac? That's the comment. I think the link is given. All right. So, today's topic, today's verse, rather, is 4th chapter, 15th verse. The time-tested path of perfection. <clears throat> Please repeat word to word, and then line by line after that, as usual. Evam Gyatva Kritam Karma Purvaihi Api Mumukshubhi Kuru Karma Eva Tasmat Tvam Purvaihi Purvataram Kritam Evam Gyatva Kritam Karma Kuru Karma Eva Sorry Purvairabhi Mumukshubhi Kuru Karma Eva Tasmatvam Purvairabhi Purvataram Kritam 
एवं ज्ञात्वा कृतम कर्मा पूर्वैरपि मुमुक्षु कुरुकर्मैवतस्मात्वम् एवं दस ज्ञातवा knowing well कृतम was performed karma work पूर्वाये by past authorities अपि indeed मुमुक्षुभे who attained liberation कुरु just perform karma prescribed duty eva certainly तस्मात therefore तम you Purvaih by the predecessors, Purvataram in ancient times, Kritam as performed. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Vijay. Translation: All the liberated souls in ancient times acted with this understanding of my transcendental nature. Therefore, you should perform your duty following in their footsteps. With this understanding, what is the understanding? Yesterday's verse. One who, there is no work that affects me, nor do I aspire for the fruits of action. One who understands this truth about me also does not become entangled in, in the fruitive reactions of work. So this is the understanding that um, he is asking everybody to have. And he said, Karma bhirna sabadhyate. In the last line of this verse, 4.14, those who understand him also become free from the contaminations of work. Now, this actually is his karma, like his his work. Though his work doesn't affect him and he does not have any uh, aspiration for the fruits of action. So that is his karma. His his not his the law of karma, but as he in this verse 4.9 Janma karma chame divyam Janma karma chame divyam <coughs> So my birth and activities are transcendental Krishna is saying So his birth he already already explained how it is transcendental How he explained 4.567 and 8 These verses explain how his birth is transcendental if we if we brush through those, you can see 4.5. The personality of God had said, Many, many births, both you and I have passed. I can remember all of them, but you cannot, O subdue of the enemy. So he is telling us the distinction how his birth is different from our birth. We Janma Karma Chame Divyam. So I also take birth, I also have activities, Krishna says, but mine are different from yours. Yours yours means all of us. So our activities are different, we are forced, but his is different. His birth is completely different. What is the difference? First, first point is that he remembers all his births. We don't remember even in this birth what we did in this life. 
only very few memories we have um, in fact <laughs> i think uh, this was about a week uh, not week a year ago uh, i came across one video which was explaining um, in youtube so this video has um, it was about a documentary of people very special people very very rare people who remember everything in their life like almost i don't know almost or completely everything they remember they just see once they just can't forget and it haunts them <laughs> this is what happens if we remember it is considered uh, those who have it they feel it uh, a disorder a big baggage too much things to remember too many things and too many things just just playing on the mind all the time you know they can't handle that memory you know that this i it was an interesting find actually it's a very special medical condition whatever karma condition whatever but the people they remember everything in their life and it's this and absolutely useless information <laughs> i mean it, it has no practical value even that they remember every single bad thing they remember every single good thing they remember but then is just too much it's too much they can't handle such memory that's what happens if we have memory sometimes we ask why don't we remember our past life you know if we if we if we were there then why don't i remember people ask like this if you do remember that's going to be agony it's agony and actually in the third um, canto 31st chapter um, it is said that in the womb a pious living entity in the womb of his mother he will remember the past 100 births he's made to remember by the by the mercy of krishna 100 births and he cries piteously in the womb of the mother that's all that's all there i mean let's actually see that because this is not something we would remember what happened in the womb of the mother right but if you see i'll not take to you not take you to the sanskrit but you see this is the development of the fetus within the womb of the mother without any ultrasound scan and anything already given by krishna this is our spiritual knowledge now on the first night what happens and then in the course of a month within four months all the different things that develop deriving its nutrition from the mother from the food and drink taken by the mother the fetus grows all right it grows mm you see this in the ninth verse of this chapter 3319 of shrimad bhagavatam the child thus remains just like a bird in a cage without freedom of movement at that time if the child is fortunate he can remember all the troubles of his past 100 births and he grieves wretchedly what is the possibility of peace of mind in that condition thus endowed with the development of consciousness from the 7th month after his conception the child is tossed downward by the airs that press the embryo during the weeks preceding delivery like the worms born of the same filthy ab- abdominal cavity he cannot remain in one place he moves a lot especially from the 7th month even before that there's slight movement but 7th month onwards is a lot of movement because it's too much pain you know <clears throat> the living entity in this frightful condition bound by seven layers of material ingredients 
prays with folded hands, appealing to the Lord who has put him in that condition. You see, even that power he has to pray to the Lord at that time. Not only does he remember past 100 births, and he grieves, he cries so much. Hmm? Maybe we will go to the... If there is a purport for this. You see? Purport. 3.31.9 After birth, the child may forget about the difficulties of his past lives. But when we are grown up, we can at least understand the grievous, tor grievous tortures undergone at birth and death by reading the authorized scriptures like Srimad Bhagavatam. You see, we forget. We forget what we went through in our even in our childhood. We don't remember until maybe two to three years old, the first memory in our lives. And even that only just like one lone memory, you know, in, when we were three years old, for me at least. I remember more when I was four, five, six. Six is when the memory, I remember a lot of things when I was six years old. But before that, very few memories. One year old, zero. So just because we don't remember being a one-year-old does not mean that we were never a one-year-old just because we didn't remember. So the point is that memory is not a test or a, or, a, or a criterion for whether it was a fact or not. Our memory is very weak. You know, we can't remember. So what we went through in the womb of the mother and what we went through in our previous lives, we won't remember. But from the authorized scriptures like Srimad Bhagavatam, we can at least get an idea what happened. You see? If we do not believe in the scriptures, that is a different question. But if we have faith in the authority of such descriptions, then we must prepare for our freedom in the next life. Again, do we want to uh, be trapped in the womb of another mother? And this time, it's not even guaranteed because nowadays, the mothers do so many abortions. They kill the child within the womb. So even already being trapped in the womb of the mother is bad. On top of that, being killed by the mother, not by anybody else. When Parishit... Maharaj was in the womb of his mother. Ashwatthama was going to kill him with the Brahmastra. And his mother prayed for protection to Lord Krishna. Uttara. She prayed for protection. But now, Kali Yuga is better. Mother herself will kill the child. So, do we want to... Already it's trouble there and then aborted. Huh? This is absolute nonsense. Kali Yuga. So sinful. So, do we want to again go through all that? You know, it's only going to get worse. Kali Yuga is going to get worse. You see? But if we have faith in the authority of such descriptions, then we must prepare for our freedom in the next life. That is possible in this human form of life. One who does not take heed of these indications of suffering in human existence is said to be undoubtedly committing suicide. It is said... That this human form of life is the only means for crossing over the nations of Maya or material existence. We have a very efficient boat in this human form of life, uh, form of body, and there is a very expert captain, the spiritual master. The scriptural injunctions are like favorable winds. If we do not cross over the ocean of the nations of material existence in spite of all these facilities, then certainly we are all intentionally committing suicide. Now, I'll just take you to this verse of Mukundamala Stotram. We have, I have shown this before, but it's always good to remind oneself over and over. 47th verse of the Mukundamala Stotra. Shriman nama procha narayanakyam kena prapurvan chitam papinopi ahana purvam vak pravritta natasmim 
तेन प्राप्त गर्भवासादिदुखम गर्भवास श्री गर्भवासादिदुखम गर्भ मीन्स ओम वासादि मीन्स बिगिनिंग विथ वास मीन्स रेजिडेंस बिगिनिंग विथ रेजिडेंस ऑफ द ओम इन द ओम ऑफ द मदर ऑल द मिजरीज वंस यू हैव रिजाइड इन द ओम ऑफ द मदर दैट्स इट दैट मीन्स यू गोन टेक बर्थ और मे बी इफ अनफॉर्चुनेट दैन अबॉटेड एंड एंड गो टू अनदर ओम अनदर ओम अनदर ओम सो दिस इज वेरी डेंजरस सिचुएशन एंड इफ यू एट ऑल गेट बर्थ येस दैन ऑल द वे अंटिल डेथ देर इज सो मेनी मिजरीज बर्थ डेथ ओल्ड एज एंड डिजीज Huh? You see, translation. What person, even if most sinful, has ever said aloud the blessed name Narayana and failed to fulfill his desires? But alas, we never used our power of speech in that way, and so we had to suffer such miseries as living in a womb. Why did we take birth? Why did we live in the womb of our mother? we did not chant before and today we're talking about the verse which says in this if you understand this to uh, about me krishna says about how my janma how my karma is you also will um, be out of this karmic cycle not only that many people actually took to this method and attained success that's purvaya purvataram kritam they have done this before and attained success what they did how did they not come back they chanted the name of narayana or krishna again let's read this what person even if most sinful has ever said aloud the blessed name narayana and failed to fulfill his desires not just the pious even the most sinful man who has failed by chanting narayana ajamil perfect example but we alas never used our power of speech in that way and so we had to suffer such miseries in womb that is our our birth how much suffering from the from the womb itself not even taken birth yet already you see already now next so this is our birth and the point i was making is even if we do have the memory that's considered a abnormal disorder and it's a pain to have such memory as i said that video these people have this uncommon memory that whatever they went through in life they remember and they just can't handle that memory and krishna he knows not only his birth every single birth that he has taken in this world he knows every single living entity's births and deaths infinite how many ever lives he has taken he knows all of them that is explained in the 726 of bhagavad gita you see this 726 वेदाहं समतीतानि वर्तमानानि चार्जुना भविष्यानि च भूतानि मां तु वेदन कश्चन ओ अर्जुना एज द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड आई नो एवरीथिंग दैट हैज हैपेंड इन द पास्ट ऑल दैट इज हैपेनिंग इन द प्रेजेंट एंड ऑल थिंग्स दैट आर येट टू कम आई आल्सो नो ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज बट मी नो वन नोस ही You see these people they can't handle their own memory of their own life krishna knows not just this life but every single incarnation of his and every single birth of every single living entity not only what he has done in the past but what is doing in the present and what he what is the future 
everything he knows we will be just finished if we ever had even like a f one billionth or one zillionth of of that memory we will be finished we can't handle any of that so in us it will be a disorder if we do remember that much sometimes some things are better to be forgotten <laughs> yeah. who wants to remember the pain when some dear relative passes away and if one wants to be in that memory all throughout the life and if that memory because memory usually fades yes the person feels very intense when the person passes away but then after some time things get back get back to normal because the memory fades a little bit and fades a little bit over the time and you know people usually get back to their lives but on the day when the person actually passes away it's impossible for the person to live you know he's he thinks that he he has died because he's near and dear has has died so if that memory is it does not fade if it does not fade if that in emotion is just intense all throughout how long can we even live like that so in us <clears throat> it's a curse to remember everything we rather forget um, and we just remember those which are worthy to remember that's why our life should be molded in such a way that we always remember krishna so that there's a good chance that whatever we remember even if our, we have a memory of our life it's connected with krishna only <clears throat> then with knowledge and with activity with engagement in krishna consciousness one is assured of you know always remembering krishna and, and at the end of life ante narayana smriti that is the perfection of life that we you know these two verses are there 85 see antakale cha mameva smaran muktva kalevaram yah prayati samadbhavam yati nasti atra samshayah and whoever at the end of his life quits his body remembering me alone <coughs> at once attains my nature of this there is no doubt you see and this is also explained in the shrimad bhagavatam second canto first chapter sixth verse etavan sankhya yogabhyam swadharma parinishthaya janma labhah parah pumsam ante narayana smritih the highest perfection of human life achieved either by complete knowledge of matter and spirit by practice of mystic powers or by perfect discharge of occupational duty is to remember the personality of godhead at the end of life <clears throat> that's the perfection whatever one does in life if he can remember krishna at the time of death that is perfection so coming back to the point our life is not at all the same as krishna's life neither our birth is the same as his you see 4 5 so first feature of krishna's birth yeah so this is like this so neither our birth is same as krishna or nor our activities are same as krishna that is being explained here so his birth this is the first feature that he can remember all next ajopisanna vyayatma bhutanam ishvaropisan prakritim swamadhishthaya sambhavamyatma mayaya although i am born and my unborn sorry although i am unborn and my transcendental body never deteriorates and although i am the lord of all living entities 
I still appear in every millennium in my original transcendental form. He doesn't change body. That's another special feature of his birth. We change bodies, but he doesn't change. But Prabhu, he has taken a fish and then a tortoise and then Narsimha and then Varaha, I mean Varaha, Narsimha. All this, you know, he has changed so many bodies. No. Advaitam achyutam anadim anantarupam. He is Advaitam and he has Anantarupam at the same time. And all these forms are one and the same. This is the oneness, simultaneous oneness and difference of the Lord. You see, he is Advaitam. He is one without a second. There is no competitor. But he has, his equals millions. Krishna, Rama, Narasimha, Varaha, all are equals. All are Vishnu Tattva. His equals. Looks like competitors. They are not. They are just one person. Advaitam. But Anantarupam at the same time. How can that be? That is the Lord. Inconceivable. Completely cannot be conceived. So, He comes in His original transcendental form. That's another special feature of His birth. Next. Yada yadahi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata abhyutthanam adharmasya tadatmanam srijamyaham Whenever and wherever there is a decline in religious practice, O descendant of Bharata, and a predominant rise of irreligion, at that time I descend myself. This is another feature of his special birth. What is that? He has a mission. He decides when he will come and to whom he will take birth and why he will take birth. The reason is also he is giving, he is revealing the reason. Whenever there is a decline in religious practice, to help the people of this world, by re-establishing dharma, I come. I come. So, but we don't have, we do not have a plan. Okay, you know what? I will take birth in India. And I will, at the age of 17, I will go to Singapore. And I will study in this college. And I will join this temple. And I will work under these devotees. Did we, did we, that's my life. I mean, did we plan like this? No. And no idea that we are what is even going on. We don't remember anything. First 15, 16 years of complete foolishness, you know, and then trying to figure out what life is actually. Huh? We don't even have a clue of what we what we are. But Krishna, you see, another feature of his special birth. He has a huge mission and he knows exactly what he's doing. And he even sends, you know, demigods down first. Uh, to take birth as his superiors, his guru, his parents, his elders, like that. And then he will come. So he's, he has a huge plan here. It's a big uh, setup, you know. <laughs> so he grand plan he's, he has. And for what? For benefiting us. Uh, so this is another feature of his. <clears throat> and also his activities are being introduced here. His birth is one thing, he has a big plan before he is even born but then his mission is his activities oh so he is going to um, the, the 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 conditions in which he will come and you know rectify the situation so to rectify the situation is his action but then more detail of that rectification of situations is the next verse 4 8 paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya sudushkritam dharma samsthapan arthaya sambhavami yuge yuge Sambhavami means I will take birth. I do appear, you see. This is his birth, Janma. And the rest of the sloka is Karma. Paritrana, Sadhunam, protect the devotees. 
विनाशाय दुष्कृता एनाहलेट द मिस्क्रियंट्स द रैस्किल्स द डीमन्स एंड धर्म संस्थापनार्थाय दिस इज इज कर्म नो बड़ी कैन डू दैट इन इन आई मीन अमंग अस वी कैन डू दैट यू सी सो बट यू सी ही इज फुल प्लैंड एंड ही इज एग्जीक्यूटिंग सो ऑल दीज आर जन्म कर्म चमे दिव्यम दट्स वॉट ही सेड हियर फोर नाइन जन्म कर्म च मे दिव्यम एवं यो व्यक्ति तत्व त्यक्वा देहम पुनर्जन्म नईति मेति सोर्जुन वन हू नोज द ट्रांसेंडेंटल नेचर ऑफ माई अपियरेंस एंड एक्टिविटीज डज नॉट अपॉन लिविंग द बॉडी टेक हिज बर्थ अगेन इन दिस मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड बट अटेन्स माई इटर्नल अबोर्ड अर्जुन लुक एट दैट सो हिज एक्टिविटीज एंड बर्थ आर सो प्यूरिफाइंग this is another special feature of his birth and activities what is that if we learn about the birth and activities of any person in this world any great person in this world great or not great whatever can we say this that we won't take birth again and suffer in this world no everybody is reading about so many people whom people idolize maybe you know i read when i was in my teenagers i read about abdul kalam who was um president of india who was an aeronautical engineer and all that that's one of the biographies i read i also read some other and you know so many things about many people many people must, all of you must have read about different different people but reading about their birth and their activities will not give us this result will not ensure this result so his birth and activities are so victorious that it's not just his victory whoever even hears about his victorious activities he becomes victorious over the cycle of birth and death this is the purifying this is another huge benefit of reading about krishna you know knowing about krishna his i mean the the huge feature of his birth and activities it purifies others who read about his pure birth and activities the person will have no more birth hmm. <clears throat> and then he says 410 vitaraga bhaya krodha manmaya mam upashritah bhavo gyana tapasa putamad bhavamagatah being freed from attachment fear and anger being fully absorbed in me and taking refuge in me many many persons in the past became purified by knowledge of me and thus they all attain transcendental love for me this is very similar to today's verse many many people in the past became purified by knowledge of me so it is time tested process he said that my janma my karma is transcendental and whoever knows this they also will be transcendental to this cycle of birth and death i'm not just telling you stories people have actually done this that's what he's saying in, the, in this verse 410 then he says huh ये यथा प्रबध्यंते तथा भजाम्य हम एज वन सरेंडर्स टू मी आई रिवॉर्ड दम अकॉर्डिंगली देन नेक्स्ट वर्स ही सेज बट पीपल इन दिस वर्ल्ड डिजायर फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज एंड वर्ष ऑफ द डेमी गॉड्स दे गेट देयर रिजल्ट क्विकली अकॉर्डिंग टू द्री थ्री मोड्स ऑफ नेचर एंड वर्क एसोसिएटेड विद दम द फोर डिविजन्स द वर्नाश्रम सिस्टम विच वी हैव गॉन थ्रू इन एलेब्रेशन सो दैट ही हैज सेट अप बट although he has arranged for the karmas of our, our lives 
like you know in the previous verse what is that 412 you know men desire men in this world desire fruitive activities i am not like that that's why he's saying this you know men in this world they desire success and fruitive activities i have nothing to desire hmm? yeah. you see and i have to arrange their fruitive activities and eventually their liberation i have arranged even the varnashram system for them but yet i am the non doer being unchangeable i am not part of the system but i arrange this but sometimes i do come and behave as if i am part of the system sometimes i come as a brahmana sometimes as a kshatriya sometimes as a vaishya i don't know if he has come as a shudra <laughs> maybe i don't know i mean even he came as animals lesser than shudra but lesser than even human being he came but such animals are not like ignorant like animals you see that so the boar the matsya kurma how completely no animal no tortoise no fish no boar can behave like that and no even he came as hamsa avatar swan you know so many but when he comes as those avatars the things that he does no ordinary animal can do no ordinary human no ordinary no demigod can do even what he can do even in a, even in an animal body you see that so that is his janma karma chame divyam see uh, so he arranged for our work our fruitive activities but he has nothing to gain from it although he does everything for our benefit he arranges now he says further in 414 like yesterday's verse there is no work that affects me nor do i aspire for the fruits of action men yes kankshanta karmanam siddhim they want they want perfection and they have some motive but i don't have i come only for the benefit of everybody else because you all are suffering that's what krishna is saying so because we all are suffering he is coming to save us only he has otherwise nothing to do here one who understands this truth about me also does not become entangled in the fruitive reactions of work just same thing janma karma chame divyam and whoever understands me evam yovitta tatvataha you know tyaktva deham punarjanma naiti so such a person does not have any but and this here also telling the same thing yesterday's verse they don't become entangled in the fruits fruitive reactions of work and i'm not just telling stories krishna is saying today's verse many all the liberated souls in ancient times acted with this understanding of my transcendental nature they have acted they have taken to this path therefore you should perform your duty following in their footsteps this is a very very important point we have to follow the footsteps or the path chalked out by those people who have attained perfection who are called mahatmas mahajans uh, what is that uh, uttamadhikari all these words are referred to them you know and we have to follow in their footsteps mahajano yena gata sapantha hmm now let's see purport there are two classes of men some of them are full of polluted material things within their hearts and some of them are materially free krishna consciousness is equally beneficial for both of these persons those who are full of dirty things can take to the line of krishna consciousness for a gradual cleansing process hmm 
those who are full of dirty things, they can take to this line for gradual cleansing process, following the regulative principles of devotional service. Those who are already cleansed of the impurities may continue to act in the same Krishna consciousness so that others may follow their exemplary activities and thereby be benefited. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Janma Sartha Kori Karo Paropakar Janma Sartha Kori Karo Paropakar Make your life successful and work for the benefit of others. Uh, this is what um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying. How to make our life perfect? By taking to Krishna consciousness. And then we can um, help others. So that's what is, you see, those who are not yet become pure, for them it benefits them. For, the, for those, I mean, for their cleansing. And for those who have become pure, it benefits them also because they can set example that others can follow. Uh, by doing that, that is a great service. And Krishna says that. The best service one can render to Krishna is show the path to others. 1868 For one who explains this supreme secret to the devotees, pure devotional service is guaranteed. And at the end, he will come back to me. Next verse, 1869. There is no servant in this world more dear to me than he, nor will there ever be one more dear. See that? So a person who helps others take to this path, he is a great soul. He is so it benefits him so it, because he is doing great service just by following the process rigidly and setting a good example for others he is giving the others confidence so Krishna is giving the confidence to Arjuna see I am telling you all these things not that nobody did this before and you know I am telling something which is like you know is this true or not no of course whatever Krishna says is true still he is saying that many people have actually attained success in this path by taking to this path. See? <clears throat> Those who are already cleansed of their impurities may continue to act in the same Krishna consciousness so that others may follow their exemplary activities and thereby be benefited. Foolish persons or neophytes in Krishna consciousness often want to retire from activities without having knowledge of Krishna consciousness. <clears throat> they want to retire from activities. There are some people like that. And Rupa Goswami is, spoke very strongly against that. So let's take that verse. Because they think Tyag means give up everything. No. Tyag means give up the, 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 what is that? Propensity for sense gratification. That has to be given up. But if you give up, if we give up something which can be used in Krishna's service, then why we should give up? Because that benefits. Just like here he said, even for the liberated souls, 
this process is benefiting because they can help others so similarly if one has become perfect then he can help others so but if he gives up something that can be used in krishna consciousness that means he hasn't become even perfect in his understanding of krishna consciousness because if he is actually krishna conscious then he will understand that everything coming is coming from krishna and everything can be used in his service and he will use it without any personal motive without any personal uh, agenda so we'll take that verse out because this is uh, very important because we are rupanugas we are the followers of rupa goswami and rupa goswami we have to understand what rupa goswami what it means to follow rupa goswami so anasaktasya vishayan anasaktasya mm see this is in the purport of 6.10 of bhagavad gita you see shrila rupa goswami characterizes krishna consciousness in this way anasaktasya vishayan yatharuham upayunjatah nirbandhah krishna sambandhe yuktam vairagya mucchate prapanchikataya buddhya hari sambandhi vastunah mumukshubhi parityago vairagyam phalgu kathyate when one is not attached to anything but at the same time accepts everything in relation to krishna one is rightly situated above possessiveness we should never think that we possess these things that matter or that what is that aham mamata mama mine it is mine that possessive nature and nirmamo nirahankarah so i am the doer or i am the owner these things have to go but just because i am not the doer and i am not the owner doesn't mean i don't do anything and i don't know, don't use anything because i don't own anything no it is krishna krishna owns everything and he is the doer and we have to serve him same so when one is not attached to anything but at the same time accepts everything in relation to krishna one is rightly situated above possessiveness on the other hand one who rejects everything without knowledge of its relationship to krishna is not as complete in his renunciation phalgu vairagyam phalgu kathyate phalgu means incomplete hmm. incomplete not not perfect imperfect it's a very wrong understanding of vairagyam or renunciation so that is proper understanding so foolish persons or neophytes in krishna consciousness often want to retire from activities without having knowledge of krishna consciousness arjuna's desire to retire from activities on the battlefield was not approved by the lord in the name of non violence he was actually doing inaction he was being he is confused of what is his duty and what to do what not to do and because of that he is not doing anything he want to retire you see how he was bewildered if we if we don't know what to do and what not to do we should find somebody who can help us give clarity not that oh i don't know what to do what not to do just don't do anything you know the donkey story i have i've mentioned this a few times there was this donkey who died because of his foolishness because he did not know what to do and what not to do he died what happened so here he was standing donkey and he looked on the left and he saw at a distance of about 150 200 meters a big 
pile of grass you know cut grass he could go and eat nicely and on the other side he saw green pastures now he was turning this side and turning this side and turning this side he was thinking which is a, which is better he and he was thinking okay here is a lot of grass and here is you know a lot of pasture you know but once i reach there farther from that is it better from there or is it better from here farther than this and in this way he kept on analyzing and this is called analysis paralysis he became paralyzed by his analysis paralyzed means he did not move he did not he could not decide too much analysis is called analysis paralysis so in this analysis paralysis he is not doing anything he did not go this way he did not go this way he just thinking and thinking and thinking and died because of starvation foolish donkey he did not eat this and did not eat that so so we should get information from someone yes we are going to be confused what to do what not to do we don't know but we have to take guidance from one who knows and who knows who knows better than krishna or his representative the bona fide spiritual master therefore we must surrender to guru when the person who is confused about his life who doesn't know what to do he has to approach a guru because every time we are at the crossroads of life sometimes we don't know which path to take uh, maybe all paths we are going to we are planning to take are wrong actually mostly it's like that one has to know what is actual duty of human life uh, for that we can only know that from the instructions of krishna or his bona fide servant there's no other way we will I'll, we have gone through this verse many times but you see 10231 bhagavatam same thing the acharyas have given us the path like krishna is saying today in this verse 415 and also in 410 that many many people in the past have done this have attained success in this path already and here this verse 10231 is said here स्वयं समुत्तीर्य सुदुस्तरम द्युमन भवार्णवम भीमम अदभ्रसौहृदावनावमत्रते निधाय याता सदनुग्रहो भवान् ओ लॉर्ड हु रिजेंबल द शाइनिंग सन यू आर ऑलवेज रेडी टू फुलफिल द डिजायर ऑफ योर डिवोटी एंड देयरफॉर यू आर नोन एज अ डिजायर ट्री वांछा कल्पतरु नाउ व्हेन आचार्यस कंप्लीटली टेक शेल्टर अंडर योर लोटस फीट in order to cross uh, in order to cross the fierce ocean of nations when acharyas completely take shelter under your lotus feet in order to cross the fierce ocean of nations they leave behind on earth the method by which they cross and because you are very merciful to your other devotees you accept this method to help them this is the demigods prayer to krishna you are very merciful to your other devotees you accept this method to help them is this what is this not what he said today you see the today today's verse bhagavad gita 4 15 you see therefore you should perform your duty following in their footsteps you see that translation here you should follow in their footsteps and there it is said the same thing let's go back you see you accept this method the method they left and same thing krishna is saying today i accept 
you should follow this method so reading on instead of being foolish and not acting when we do not know whether to act or not and how or how to act we should act by taking good direction from sadhu shastra guru who are the proper representatives of krishna arjuna's desire to retire from activities on the battlefield was not approved by the lord in the in the garb of non violence he was being lazy he was being confused and he was setting a bad example because if he did that and he being a great authority on devotional service because he was a personal friend of krishna he's he has already attained the perfection of being a per- friend of krishna so if he sets an example of retiring from duty escaping the duty that he has then people will follow in his footstep so our duty is to serve krishna every human being so even if that means um difficulty in our so called materialistic life we have to do it it actually was a difficulty for arjuna he had to kill his own relatives it was a paralyzing situation he was in this analysis paralysis the whole first chapter was analysis paralysis of arjuna he could not come to a conclusion that's why in the second chapter he 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 gave up finish he said this okay let's go about um yeah <laughs> you see second chapter 6th verse you see his piteous condition actually <laughs> there was this painting you know i don't know if you remember in our bhagavad gita there's one painting where arjuna is like this you know you know like this and he was crying and prabhupad saw this uh, painting and he was laughing you know <laughs> this is the this is the condition of every living entity all the all them confused even such a great warrior as, as arjuna crying on the battlefield you know so even though we may be powerful and this and that we are always faced in situations i mean we are facing situations where we don't know we are completely at a loss to do to, i mean to to understand what we should do and what we should not so he's he's saying like this arjuna you see nachaitadvidmah katarannogariyo yadva jayema yadivano jayeyu yanevahatvah najiji vishamas ಚೇಂಜ್ಡ್ his clarity started from this of course i mean this verse was the end of his misery and start of his clarity karpanya dosho pahata swabhavah prichhami tvam dharma sammudha chetah yachreyasyan nischitam bruhitan me shishyasteham shadhimam tvam prapannam nischitam nischitam means you tell me for certain what i have to do i don't want to be in this analysis paralysis like the donkey i i'm finished i'm done with this i mean too much nonsense for this just you know what to do what not to do the atheists what they will do when they don't when they don't know what to do what not to do they'll just do the wrong thing guided by their mind their mind is their guru we will come back to this verse or 
yeah we will come back to this verse we will go to this verse 16:7 you see pravrittim cha nivrittim cha janana vidurasuraah na saucham na pichacharo na satyam deshu vidyate those who are demoniac do not know what is to be done and what is not to be done neither cleanliness nor proper behavior nor truth is found in them they do not know what to do and what not to do the lazy foolish is like the donkey he is foolish he doesn't know what to do what not to do and is lazy okay you experiment na at least go this way or go that way but he was lazy so he died there now the busy foolish he doesn't know what to do what not to do and he will do whatever he feels right that is worse busy foolish person is worse the lazy foolish only harms himself the donkey only died but the busy foolish he will go here and go there and spread news and fake news and then everybody gets wrong information to everybody and he harms so many others also he will he will harm himself and harm others also and you see next next verse after this you see those who demoniac they don't know what is to be done what is not to be done and they do wrong things cleanliness is not there proper behavior is not there truth is not there and then next what happens asatyam apratishthamte jagadahur anishwaram aparaspara sambhutam kemanyat kama haitukam they will they will come to decisions they will come to conclusions wrong conclusions what is that they say that this world is unreal with no foundation no god in control they say it is produced of sex desire and has no cause other than lust and following such conclusions what they do etam drishtim avashtabhya nashtatmano alpabuddhayah prabhavantyugra karmanah kshayaya jagato hitah following such conclusions the demoniac who are lost to themselves and who have no intelligence engage in unbenefit they engage they are not like this donkey sitting no they engage they do something they do something stupid what is that they engage in unbeneficial horrible works meant to destroy the world this is busy foolish he doesn't know what to do what not to do but he will do something when we when we, we should not be just doing nothing and analyzing using our mind or using our mind we should not do something wrong in both cases the mind is the guru the one the donkey also mind is the guru because with his mind he is trying to figure out which is right and which is wrong he can't decide and the foolish more foolish person the busy foolish his mind he is also following his mind and he can't decide but still he does something taking just his mind as a guru and just do something and activities like that are always wrong wrongly performed yeah, they are always going to be misguided activities and what is what is the result of such activities unbeneficial horrible works prabhavanti ugra karmana kshayaya jagato hita unbeneficial horrible works meant to destroy the world this is how the demoniac deal with the situation of not knowing what to do and what not to do but arjuna was not a demoniac person so what he did he did this so he also did not know what to do what not to do in the previous verse you see not do we know which is better conquering them or being conquered by them if we kill the sons of dhritarashtra who we should not care to live uh, yet they are now standing before us on the battlefield let's take the previous verse guru na hatva hi mahanubhavan 
ಶ್ರೇಯೋ ಭೋಕ್ತುಂ ಭಯ ಕ್ಷಮಪೀಹಲೋಕೆ ಹತ್ವಾಥಕಾಮಸ್ತು ಗುರುನಿಹೈವ ಭುಂಜೀಯ ಭೋಗಾನ್ ರುಧಿರ ಪ್ರದಿಗ್ಧಾನ್ ಇಟ್ ವುಡ್ ಬಿ ಬೆಟರ್ ಟು ಲಿವ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಬೆಗ್ಗಿಂಗ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ಟು ಲಿವ್ ಅಟ್ ದ ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಲೈಫ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಸೋಲ್ಸ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ಮೈ ಟೀಚರ್ಸ್ ಈವನ್ ದೋ ಡಿಸೈರಿಂಗ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಗೇನ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಸುಪೀರಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಸಿ ಹಿ ಸಿ ಲೈಕ್ ದಿಸ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಸುಪೀರಿಯರ್ಸ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಡಿಸೈರಿಂಗ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಗೇನ್ ಬಟ್ ಸ್ಟಿಲ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಸುಪೀರಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಇಫ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಕಿಲ್ಡ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ವಿ ಎಂಜಾಯ್ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ಟೈಂಟೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಬ್ಲಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ದಟ್ ವಾಸ್ ಯು ಸಿ ಅರ್ಜುನೋವಾಚ ಕಥಂ ಭೀಷ್ಮಮಹಂ ಸಂಖ್ಯೆ ದ್ರೋಣಂ ಚ ಮಧುಸೂದನ ಇಶುಭಿ ಪ್ರತಿಯೋತ್ಸಿ ಪೂಜಾರ್ಹಾವರಿಸೂದನ ಓ ಕಿಲ್ಲರ್ ಆಫ್ ಎನಿಮೀಸ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಮಧುಸೂದನ ಯು ಆರ್ ಮಧುಸೂದನ್ ಯು ಕಿಲ್ಡ್ ಎನಿಮೀಸ್ ಯು ಕಿಲ್ಡ್ ಡಿಮನ್ ಬಟ್ ನೌ ಯು ಆರ್ ಆಸ್ಕಿಂಗ್ ಮಿ ಟು ಕಿಲ್ ಮೈ ಓನ್ ಫ್ಯಾಮಿಲಿ ಮೆಂಬರ್ಸ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಸೆಟ್ ಒನ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಂಪಲ್ ಬಟ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಆಸ್ಕಿಂಗ್ ಮಿ ಟು ಫಾಲೋ ಅನದರ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಂಪಲ್ he did not even understand you see now so he is clarifying at least he has come to the right source see he is confused being confused is not wrong because that's the way this material world is it is a confusing place it will confuse us but what would what we do when we get confused that determines our next phase of life if we are like the demoniac we will do horrible works meant to destroy the world Des- destroy ourselves destroy the people we we come in contact with and if we are even more influential destroy the entire world but if we surrender to krishna he was completely confused you see he's asking questions though very pressing questions see katham bhishma maham sankhe dronam samadhusudana ishubhi pratyotsyami poojarhar arisudana you are arisudana you kill demons but you are asking me to kill relatives what is this hmm arjuna said oh killer of enemies that's why he used those words madhusudana arisudana two times oh killer of enemies oh killer of madhu how can i counteract with arrows in battle men like bhishma and drona who are worthy of my worship how can i do this so these are all bona fide questions right so when one is in this analysis paralysis and you see what <laughs> and let's see the first you see this 146 the last verse of the first chapter he did not know what to do completely actually the whole last part of the first chapter if you see he was analyzing from so many points of view and finally he says alas how strange it is that we are prepared to commit greatly sinful acts ahobat mahat papam kartum vyavasitavayam he is not considering that krishna is here surya sama he is guiding me how can it ever be sinful but he krishna is right with him and he is thinking of oh, i will commit sin you know if i kill you see how strange it is that we are preparing to commit greatly sinful acts driven by the desire to enjoy royal happiness we are intent on killing our own kinsmen next better for me if the sons of dhritarashtra weapons in hand were to kill me unarmed it is against kshatriya warfare rules if a if a kshatriya sees another kshatriya not having a weapon he should give up his own weapon and then fight with bare hands uh, so he sh- both should be having equal weapons not you know uh, if somebody's chariot is broken 
then this kshatriya also has to get down his chariot and fight hand to hand combat or with swords or mace or something like that and if one person loses the mace then this person also have to give up so that is actually kshatriya rules of warfare there are so many codes of conduct but he is saying even if even if that rules all go to hell even if i am unarmed better for me if the sons of dhritarashtra weapons in hand were to kill me unarmed and unresisting on the battlefield i would i would prefer that he was saying and he say finally you see what happened sanjay said arjuna having thus spoken on the battlefield cast aside his bow and arrows and sat down on the chariot his mind overwhelmed with grief how powerful is arjuna he is the most he was the most powerful archer of his time of course next only to bhishma dev huh? of course krishna is <laughs> the 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 I mean, supreme personality of godhead but among the jivarasi after bhishma dev he is the best archer and he came down to this state he was reduced to a crying man like a baby he was crying overwhelmed with grief and in next verse 21 second chapter first verse continuing what happened when he grieved sanjay uvacha tam tatha kripaya avishtam ashrupurna kulekshanam vishidantam idam vakyam uvacha madhusudana sanjay said seeing arjuna full of compassion his mind depressed his eyes full of tears madhusudan krishna spoke the following words his mind his mind depressed full of compassion his his eyes full of tears however strong one may be in this world ultimately he will be maya is so powerful that she can render anyone to this state we should not consider also oh, i'm big time if you do that ah uh, maya knows how to bring us down to our knees you know <clears throat> this was his position but the good fortune that he had was he went to krishna and asked him this what did he ask you see this 27 karpanya dosho pahata swabhava prichhami tvam dharma sammudha cheta ियन what is best for me now i am your disciple and a soul surrendered unto you please instruct me what did he do in this verse he refused to be a disciple of his mind manorathena asati dhavato bahihi manoratha ha manoratha means the chariot of the mind being led by the chariot i'm being led by the mind the mind is the guru now we all are taking our mind as our guru what arjuna did in this verse is i am a soul surrendered unto you now i am your disciple the word is a disciple is a very strong word you know disciple means i am willing to be disciplined i am willing to be chastised i am willing to be corrected that is a disciple i have something wrong with me he has acknowledged the fact that i have something wrong with me 
there's something wrong about me and i want that to be corrected you tell me for certain i don't want to be in this analysis paralysis and i'm a disciple in soul surrender actually there is a very nice verse by um, yamunacharya in stotra ratna निरंतर प्रशात निशेष मनोरथातर कदाकांतिक प्रहर्षयिष्या सनाथ जीवित ब्यूटिफुल वर्स बै यामुनाचार्यवंतमेवाचरंतर by serving you constantly one is freed from material from all material desires and is completely pacified pacified arjuna was completely agitated and he wants to be pacified when shall i engage as your permanent eternal servant and always feel joyful to have such a fitting master now the, although this is translated like this especially if we go into the words um if you break up this you see manarathantara manaratha you see this manaratha the chariot of the mind ratha means chariot manaratha antarah ha huh? nishesha nirantara kada you see prabhupad also translated in another way antarah means the um, stoppage manorathantara when will i you know um be complete uh, when will i completely give up huh? this 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 manoratha business and kadaham when will i be just an eternal servant and feel joyful to have such a fitting master who can guide me who can huh? who can who can you know completely take care of me sanatha jeevitam you see the last two words sanatha jeevitam this is very important now our jeevitam is anatha jeevitam we are living like anatha anatha means an orphan we have it, we are actually not an orphan we have the greatest father we all our all our father is one krishna but now we are behaving like orphans as if we do not have a father but here the word is ஜாயிஃபுல் but now we are like those street kids orphans i mean you will find this in the third world countries like philippines or india and other countries like that africa maybe how how pathetic their condition is those children you know no guidance they become thieves just to you know they're hungry stomachs they have to feed and they do all wrong things so in same way we are trying to feed our hungry stomachs and we're doing all sinful activities in this world we are behaving like anatha we have to become sanatha sanatha means you know such a fitting master sanatha means having a master 
having an able master or anatha means without a master so we don't want to have a master we want to be the master the problem is we are becoming a beggar on the streets of maya we have to go back to the kingdom of god where we actually eternally belong and have such a fitting master as krishna and become his eternal servant that is our main duty here in this life and krishna is coming to give us the protection to make us sanatha from anatha and that is his mission he is coming for our benefit and krishna is saying how to come back to him he say many many persons have taken to this path and have come back he has just mentioned that many people have done that bhagavatam is full of such examples therefore bhagavatam is the continuation of that study from bhagavad gita krishna just mentioned here that many many people in the 10th verse of the 4th chapter and the 15th verse now many many people have taken to this path and attained perfection you may ask who where give me some example yes bhagavatam the bhagavatam is full of such examples complete i mean the, from the very beginning to the end the bhagavatam bhagavat even it starts off with that <laughs> parishit maharaj uh, he wanted perfection he had 7 days he had a deadline for perfection up as a specific deadline 7 days to become perfect and he did it how process so what krishna is saying here you know he is saying janma karma chamedevam you have to understand my birth and activities my transcendental birth and activities and if you understand that you will become perfect you will also come back to me what did parikshit maharaj do heard about the birth and activities of different incarnations of krishna various incarnations of krishna and krishna's devotees he the whole bhagavatam is full of that different different various incarnations of krishna and in the devotees lives he heard janma karma chamedevam and what happened he went back to godhead what krishna is saying here was demonstrated by parishit maharaj not only parishit maharaj many many persons and all the examples that he heard in the bhagavatam are all such examples so bhagavatam is a history a selected hist- historical accounts it's not the entire history of the world the universe no it it is a selection of historical accounts where people have attained perfection taken to the path of bhakti yoga amalam puranam vaishnavanam priyam because in this amalam puranam means spotless purana why because there's no spot of karma or gyana or yoga nothing only bhakti only bhakti spotless puran and vaishnavanam priyam very very dear to the vaishnavas so such is the um scriptures krishna did not even just krishna left the bhagavad gita that is just like giving us a glimpse of everything but then detail in bhagavatam and he was not satisfied he was not satisfied he came back again as chaitanya mahaprabhu you did not understand all the you know a, a, a selected example from here and a selected example from here and selected example from this part of the history no you did not understand okay i myself will come as a devotee and i'll show you my entire life now in in 
in Prahlad Maharaj's life, what do we remember? He lived for many, many, many years. Many thousands of years. In fact, until the end of that Manu or something like that. He, he lived for that long, many millions of years. But we only remember that when he was five years old. Or that in history where Hiranyakashipu, you know, was harassing him and he took shelter of Narasimhadev and, you know, the whole thing. That's the most well-known pastime of Prahlad Maharaj. So, that's... So, all these parts of different lives of different devotees are mentioned in the Bhagavatam. It is not like a full description of that person's life. Right? Of course, they are all quintessential examples of perfection. Now... He wanted to show the entirety of it, not just the so-called, you know, highlight reel, as they say. Highlight reel. You know what's a highlight reel? <clears throat> that means in a movie, if there is like a one and a half hour, two hours movie, they'll show you a trailer, like two minutes, highlight reels. You no, know? or or sometimes, especially those who watch, you know, cricket. You know, when I was before I became devotee. I was uh, watching the entire game, but those who don't have time, they will watch the highlights, just all the main important things. So, the Bhagavatam has all these important events from all the different different um, examples of devotees. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to show, okay, all these different you know examples are there. How to live every day. In a way that I am Krishna conscious. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to demonstrate as a devotee how to live every single day as a devotee. What should do, what we should do every single day? He showed us. Not only that, he sent Acharyas, especially in our context, he sent Srila Prabhupada. And he showed his life. You see, if you see Prabhupada's life, how he was always Krishna conscious every step of his life. Uh, showed by example. And that's why Apani Achari, what is it? Apani Achari Jivere Shikshaya. I, you know, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is thinking like this I will follow this path myself and I will teach others also. So, this is the whole mission of Krishna. So, going back, oh, 4.15 to the purport. See here. Arjuna's desire to retire from activities on the battlefield was not approved by the Lord. One need only know how to act. By not acting and by acting wrongly, both in both cases we are following the mind, taking the mind as our guru. But a spiritualist gives up, gives up that mind as the guru, rejects. Complete nonsense you are. Hey, Dushtaman, Tumi Kisar Vaishnav. Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur has sung the song. Hey, Dushtaman, you rascal mind. What kind of guru you are? What kind of Vaishnav you are? You think you are big, you know, sadhu? Huh? You are adv- advising me all the time. Tumi Kisar Vaishnav. Pratishtartare, Nirjanir Ghare, Tava Harinam Keval Kaitav. Huh? He is chastising his own mind. You cheater. Uh, you have cheated me for millions of births and still, while ch- while I am chanting, you are still trying to cheat me. Huh? Who do you think you are? So, a spiritualist will behave with his mind like this. He will never treat the mind as a friend. 
will go to this verse. Shrimad Bhagavatam 5, 6, 2. Rishiruvacha Satya Muktam Kintviha Vaeke Namanaso Adha Vishrambham Anavasthanasya Shatakirata Iva Sangachante Srila Sukadeva Goswami replied, My dear king, you have spoken correctly. However, after capturing animals, a cunning hunter does not put faith in them, for they might run away. Similarly, those who are advanced in spiritual life do not put faith in the mind. Indeed, they always remain vigilant and watch the mind's action. Hmm. What else they do? Tatha choktam nakuriyat karhichit sakhyam manasihyavan anavisthite all the learned scholars have given their opinion. The mind is by nature very restless. Arjuna also said that. Chanchalam Himana Krishna Pramati Balavadhridham. Very, very difficult Krishna is very restless and more difficult to con- it is more difficult to control the mind than to control the tornado. You know, the mind is by nature very restless and one should not make friends with it. If we place full confidence in the mind, it may cheat us at any moment. Even Lord Shiva became agitated upon seeing the Mohini form of Krishna. And Saubhari Muni also fell down from the mature stage of yogic perfection. People who have put faith in the mind ended in this way. So, Arjuna gave up that, you know, faith in the mind and he said I am now your disciple disciple means no more my mind you are my guru I am I am willing to be disciplined in my thought in my words in my action so all these things body mind and words I want to surrender to you that is what an intelligent person would do. Therefore, for an intelligent person who wants answers in life, he has to approach a bona fide spiritual master. <clears throat> One need only know how to act. <clears throat> to retire from the activities of Krishna consciousness and to sit aloof, making a show of Krishna consciousness, is, a less, is less important than actually engaging in the field of activities for the sake of Krishna. Hmm. To make a show of, oh, Arjuna wanted to go away from the battlefield and sit in the forest and meditate on, you know, like a yogi. Uh, to make a show of Krishna consciousness. And maybe some foolish people will, you know, um, uh, praise that. Oh, non-violent, very good, you know, such a sadhu. You are such a great sadhu, you know. Krishna said, you are a nonsense. You think you are a pandit. You are a fool number one. Krishna said to Arjuna. He did not approve. The world, whole world may agree. Yes, oh, see how 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 humble and how non-violent Arjuna was. Anybody would, anybody would, you know, praise that. Krishna, no. He was not interested. What nonsense you are talking. Huh? You must fight, he said. So, that's for one need only know how to act. To retire from the activities of Krishna consciousness and to sit aloof. So, this is called Naishkarmyam. Naishkarmyam means, they think, the, the Mayavadis think, that we have to stop all activity. Like this Arjuna wanted to stop all activity. 
that is maya vade you know become want to become zero but uh, the maya vade is actually they think naishkarmam is that but naishkarmam means to act in such a way that there is no reaction anymore of that action that is the art of work yoga karmasu kaushalam karmasu kaushalam means the art of work 2.50 of bhagavad gita so there is this verse in the bhagavatam shrimad bhagavatam 1512 naishkarmyam apyachuta bhava varjitam नशोभते ज्ञानम अलम निरंजनम कुतः पुनः शश्वद्रमेश्वरे न चापित कर्म यदप्यकारणम नैष्कर्मष्कर्म्यच्युत भावर्जित न शोभते नॉलेज ऑफ सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन इवन दो फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल मेटीरियल एफिनिटी दट मीन्स नॉलेज ऑफ सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन यू नो विदाउट एनी मेटीरियल एफेक्शन yeah it sounds no good right but it does not look well if devoid of a conception of the infallible god achutav achutabhava varjitam if it does not have consciousness of god just by understanding that i am not body i am a soul aham brahmasmi is not enough who is the parabrahma and what is my relationship with the parabrahma is the other half of knowledge this half of knowledge is just to counteract what is to understand what is wrong that means i am not the body so that conception that i was the body i am the body and all this thing to understand that is wrong that is only half of the job done now we should know what is correct what is my actual position so if i am not related to the body if i am not related to the so called relatives of this body or the land of this body or the gender or the species or anything of this body if i am not related to this what i am actually related to just to understand that i am not related to this is not enough i should know what i am related to or who am whom i am related to that is achyuta bhava to be conscious of the fact that i am actually a servant of achyuta krishna but achyuta bhava varjitam na shobhate to to have such spiritual knowledge without this conception of achyuta bhava na shobhate does not look very well uh, if devoid of the conception of the achyuta infallible infallible god what then if even that is not good enough if even that doesn't look good what is the use of fruitive activities aham brahmasmi this is gyana but that is gyana kanda karma kanda is even worse than that if even gyana kanda doesn't look you know good with achyuta bhava varjitam what to speak of ordinary activities like karmic fruitive activities in this world which every peop- every person wants in this world what is the use of that so saying what is what then is the use of fruitive activities which are naturally painful from the very beginning and transient by nature if they are not utilized for the devotional service of the lord na charpitam na cha arpitam karma yadapya karanam so this we have to understand that we have to act act in relation with krishna not stop acting naishkarmyam this arjuna wanted to become naishkarmyam by not acting did not look good krishna said you are doing nonsense and you are my friend you know it is such a shame that you know being my friend you are choosing this wrong path no 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 i will never let you do that i will teach you now 
but he waited for him to surrender because krishna did not speak also until arjuna first of all kept quiet all right i understand i'm unable to solve my problem now i'm your disciple arjuna said ah krishna you see actually krishna <laughs> this is very interesting you see 27 when he said this now i'm confused and all that you know now i am your disciple please tell me for certain then next he says nahi prapashyami mama apanudyad yachokamuchho shanam indriyanam avapya bhuma vasapatnam riddham rajyam suranam apichadhipatyam i can find no means to drive away this grief which is drying up my senses i will not be able to dispel it even if i win a prosperous unrivaled kingdom on earth with sovereignty like that of the demigods in heaven so he said this and then finally um he said eva muktva rishikesham gudakesha parantapan nayotsa iti govindam uktva tushnim babhuvaha having spoken thus arjuna chastiser of the enemies told krishna govinda i shall not fight and fell silent then so now he he stopped talking now krishna was happy hmm now i am your disciple tell me for certain okay then he stopped his talking he was talking going on talking the whole first chapter but krishna was just waiting 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 okay when he stopped talking when he understood that he is not able to solve even with his big big talk then <laughs> krishna smiled ah now you have come to the right thing now you are doing the right thing that's why you see tamuvacha rishikeshah prahasanniva bharata सेनोभ्ये विशीदंतमिदम वच ओ डिसेंडेंट ऑफ भरत एट दैट टाइम कृष्णा स्माइलिंग इन द मिड्स ऑफ बोथ द आर्मी स्पोक द फॉलोइंग वर्ड्स टू द ग्रीफ स्टिकन अर्जुन इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वाई कृष्णा स्माइल फर्स्ट थिंग ही वॉज हैप्पी दट अर्जुन बिकेम अ डिसाइपल एंड यू नो चोज टू कम टू द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर इंस्टेड ऑफ हिज माइंड एंड he was also happy that his devotee is setting the good example next he was also happy that because of this questioning the world the people of the world in the future will have access to the knowledge that i am i am going to speak now so he was happy for all for arjuna also but also all of us because yes this will be the beginning of auspiciousness for all the people of the world because these instructions that i'm going to speak now will completely dispel the illusion so the mission for which krishna came dharma samsthapanarthaya is going to be fulfilled by this talk that is going to give now so therefore prahasanniva bharata he was so happy and he was smiling he was smiling because not just why it is mentioned because there's a reason why he smiled he was so happy for this he was happy for arjuna and he was happy because you know you know that verse right um 11 1 6 and 7 you see that 11 1 6 and 7 you see this swamurtyaloka lavanya nirmuktyalochanam nirnam girbhistah smaratam chittam पदस्थानीक्षिता क्रिया आच्छिद्यकर्ति सुश्लोका वितत्यंजसा नुको 
तमो नया तरिष्यंतीगापदमीश्वर द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड कृष्णा इज द रेजवॉर ऑफ ऑल ब्यूटी ऑल ब्यूटिफुल थिंग्स इमेनेट फ्रॉम हिम एंड हिज पर्सनल फॉर्म इज सो अट्रैक्टिव दैट इट स्टील्स द आईज अवे फ्रॉम ऑल ऑब्जेक्ट्स ऑल अदर ऑब्जेक्ट्स विच देन सीम डिवॉइड ऑफ ब्यूटी इन कंपेरिजन टू हिम वैन लॉर्ड कृष्णा वॉज इन दर्थ ही अट्रैक्टेड द आईज ऑफ ऑल पीपल वैन कृष्णा स्मोक वैन कृष्णा स्पोक His words attracted the minds of all who remembered them. By seeing the footsteps of Lord Krishna, people became attracted to him, and thus they wanted to offer their bodily activities to the Lord as his followers. In this way, Krishna very easily spread his glories, which are sung throughout the world by the most sublime and essential Vedic verses. Lord Krishna considered that simply by hearing and chanting those glories, conditioned souls born in the future. Lord Krishna considered this, okay? That simply by hearing and chanting those glories, conditioned souls born in the future would cross beyond the darkness of ignorance. Being satisfied with this arrangement, he left for his desired destination. Of course, later he was a bit dissatisfied. Why? Because he saw Kaliyuga population, nobody was following. He came back as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He came back. You see, Krishna is like this. he is satisfied he goes back then there will be dharma siglani again <laughs> the moment he leaves again dharma siglani starts and very again he was you know what is this again he came let me teach these people personally i am saying you know now krishna in today's verse what he said many many persons have done it in the past he thought that was not enough no no i let me let me do it and show let me do it and show them so he came back as chaitanya mahaprabhu but you see the point is he is always anxious now he is satisfied but he was anxious and came back as chaitanya mahaprabhu you see that's how krishna is that much anxious he is satisfied one moment next moment he is not satisfied <laughs> but of course as chaitanya mahaprabhu he gave us the ultimate still not satisfied send prabhupad <laughs> he is he said prithivite achyat nagaradi gram sarvatra prachar hoyu mora naam ha I want this to be so. Until that happens, he will not be satisfied. Again, he sent Prabhupada. Okay, you go now. So Prabhupada is the commander-in-chief, Senapati Bhakta. That was that's you know, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself said, "My Senapati Bhakta will come and spread this all over the world." That means the commander-in-chief of among my devotees, he will come down and. spread this whole sankirtan movement in the length and breadth of this world and shri prabhupad has actually done that and we are so fortunate that we are in this movement of shri prabhupad just see krishna that smile he smiled when arjuna said i am your disciple is just for this reason that we are joining here and discussing about krishna this is what pleases krishna and for this he smiled he was so happy um so coming back to the point of today's verse so to retire from the activities of krishna consciousness and to sit aloof making a show of krishna consciousness is less important than actually engaging in the field of activities for the sake of krishna to be busily engaged in you know preaching book distribution festivals running a temple making devotees training them up uh training them up to open new centers new temples this is what prabhupada showed in, in his life 
and these are the activities organizing festivals harinam sankirtan prasadam distribution book distribution all these things this is what should be the activity of the devotee he should be in the field work as prabhupada said he should be in the field work of krishna consciousness not simply sitting somewhere and hmm what is krishna hmm what about his you know that, that you know this vasudeva tattva you know, what is this you know this this you know vasudeva sthiti and you know shuddha sattva and this and the good to contemplate on the philosophy of krishna but then it has to boil down to action <laughs> we have to always think of krishna but then you know just alone doing some you know like making making a show of some big devotee that that krishna is not satisfied field work of krishna consciousness like arjuna get your hands dirty and actually work on the field you know like they, that's what they say in english get your hands dirty that means actually instead of <laughs> like prabhupad mentioned that uh, there are um, uh, what is that uh, horticulturist or agriculturist degree you know sometimes and this person you know he 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 learns about this agriculture you know horticulture or whatever in degree in you know in the, he gives exams and passes the exam but he hardly puts his hand on the field and get his hands dirty by putting it on the, in the soil actually and tilling the soil and putting the seeds and everything the field work the field work if he doesn't do he doesn't cannot really get the experience cannot really get the uh, the realization so just by sitting and you know discussing this is not enough engaging the field work and that's why our movement so many activities are there of course parishit maharaj only heard huh? but he had 7 days and he heard and he set an example on how to even hear how seriously to hear huh? and he thought of krishna main thing is thinking of krishna at the time of death so you know even in the most busiest like arjuna was the most busiest he was shooting arrows at the speed of you know 60 arrows per second or minute or something like that so fast i mean he was, nobody could see when he was taking out his arrows when he was putting it at the bow and when he was releasing it when he was again putting back his hand in the quiver nobody could even see the actions of his hand he was so fast blinding speed krishna said as you are doing that arjuna think of me not just saying krishna actually said that 8th chapter 7th verse tasmat sarveshu kaleshu mamanusmura yudhyacha mayarpita manobuddhir mame vaishyasya samshayah therefore arjuna you should always think of me in the form of krishna and at the same time carry out your prescribed duty of fighting you're fighting very good 60 arrows per minute oh very good but you know what remember me when you're doing that who can be more busy than arjuna not just releasing arrows you know he has to watch out for the arrows that are directed at him and he has to counter that and at the same time kill so many thousand and he is an atiratha you know ratha maharatha atiratha atiratha means he can fight with innumerable people at one time maharatha means already thousands he is not just a maharatha he is an atiratha arjuna and he while doing all that think of krishna so even in such busy times we have to think, think of krishna so unless we actually practice becoming busy in krishna's service how will we think of krishna so therefore we have to get our hands dirty we have to do the work uh, and then at the same time remember krishna and remember all of this 
and as we do more and more and as we hear complimenting each other we have to hear it's not saying oh you have to only do only hear and do because we are not like parishit maharaj who can hear seven days and seven nights without drinking and eating you know we are talking about 3 hours here and people are already getting restless and you know asking why you are speaking so long <laughs> imagine if we were at a, you know sugadev imagine we were at sugadev goswami and parishit maharaj when they were speaking sugadev goswami was going on seven days and nights without sleeping without eating without drinking and parishit maharaj was hearing ah that is his gold standard gold standard but we are so restless kaliyuga upadruta manda sumanda matayo you know we don't have that levels of concentration level no we don't have so we have to do something we cannot hear whole day we don't have such strength but it is not that we should oh because i cannot hear i will go into maya for the rest of the time only 2 hours prabhu class 1 hour okay good half an hour is better prabhu huh? because i can have 23 hours 23 and a half hours so that i can do whatever i want nonsense hmm? <laughs> i'm not saying i'm not directing this to any of you but just saying so you see that so we don't have such taste but it doesn't mean that because this half an hour or 1 hour or 2 hours whatever it is the rest 22 hours or 21 hours after 3 hours it will be 21 hours remaining the rest 21 hours just be maya no we have to chant we have to do other activities other seva we have to engage in krishna's service all the time uh, we have to be busy in his service if we die serving him let that be that is glorious death while serving krishna to die that's a glorious death hmm. Arjuna is here advised to act in Krishna consciousness following in the footsteps of the Lord's previous disciples such as the sun god Vivaswan as mentioned here and before uh ah, he is giving example you see i spoke to the sun god he attained perfection and he became guru and you know he is taught so many ah uh, you follow in the footsteps and all of them have attained perfection you also follow like that he is giving example you see ah uh, my disciples you know previous disciple Vivaswan attained perfection of course he still has surya he is still serving but he is a pure devotee there the supreme lord knows all his past activities as well as those of persons who acted in krishna consciousness in the past he also knows those who did not act in krishna consciousness in the past he knows everything therefore he recommends the acts of the sun god who learned this art from the lord some millions of years before all such students of lord krishna are mentioned here as past liberated persons engaged in the discharge of duties allotted by krishna engaged in the duties discharge of duties allotted by krishna or the spiritual master so what is the duties allotted by krishna's representative shri prabhupad for us we have our sadhana chanting 16 rounds of hari krishna minimum a day following four regulative principles no meat eating no illicit sex no gambling no intoxication morning program mangalarti um chanting deity worship bhagavatam class eating only krishna prasadam association with devotees book distribution temple organization festival organization prasadam distribution opening new temples making more devotees training the devotees who have already been brought to krishna consciousness uh all this constitutes 
the gamut of activities for devotees. So these are the duties allotted by Krishna's I mean Krishna's incarnation, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also says, um, "Jare dekha tare kaha Krishna upadesh." Amar Agnya Guru Haya Tara Edesh. Amar Agnya Guru Haya Tara Edesh. So, become a spiritual master. Of course, Shiksha Guru, he is talking about. What, by doing what? Yare Dekha Tara Kaha Krishna Upadesh. Wherever, whomever you meet, talk about Krishna. Talk, talk correctly, of course. Don't talk some wild stories. You know, talk according to Shastra. We have to hear from authoritative sources. And we have to repeat. Don't give some, you know, some wild stories about Krishna. Ah, that is no. We have to anukirtanam means glorify Krishna according to the way that the spiritual master has glorified Krishna. We have to follow in that footsteps. We cannot invent some things. No, we have to strictly repeat. One has to repeat the instructions he has learned from the spiritual master. Otherwise, we will fall down. Actually, that is stated. Let's see. I think maybe 19152, I think. Let's see if it is that. If he does not repeat, then he will fall down, you know. It's very important. These are all a gamut of activities. I mean, the whole range of activities for the devotees. You see, when a person receives the seed of devotional service, he should take care of it by, by becoming a gardener and sowing the seed in his heart. If he waters the seed gradually by the process of Shravan and Kirtan, hearing and chanting, the seed will begin to sprout. Begin to sprout. Now, let's see this, this purport. To live with devotees or to live in a temple means to associate with the Shravan Kirtan process. To live in the temple means not just you know, living, eating here and sleeping, no. To associate with the Shravan Kirtan process. Sometimes neophyte devotees think they can continue the Shravan Kirtan process without worshipping the deity, but the execution of such Shravan Kirtan is meant for highly developed devotees like Haridas Thakur, who engaged in the Shravan Kirtan process without worshipping the deity. However, one should not falsely imitate Haridas Thakur and abandon deity worship just to try to engage in Shravan Kirtan. This is not possible for neophyte devotees. So we have to have deity worship, we have to have Shravan Kirtan, because we are not advanced as Haridas Thakur who chanted continuously or Shukadev Goswami who narrated continuously or Parishit Maharaj who heard continuously. We are not in that stage. We are neophyte devotees. We have to do all. We have to do Radio Varshav, we have to do Shavan Kirtan, we have to do so many things. The word Guru Prasad indicates that the spiritual master is very merciful in bestowing the boon of devotional service upon the disciple. That is the best possible gift the spiritual master has to offer. Those with a background of pious life are eligible to, really, to receive life's supreme benefit and to bestow this benefit, the Supreme Personality of Godhead sends His representative to impart His mercy. Endowed with the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the spiritual master distributes the mercy to those who are elevated and pious. Thus, the spiritual master trains his disciples to render devotional service unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is called Guru Kripa. It is, called, it is Krishna Prasad, Krishna's mercy, that he sends a bona fide spiritual master to the deserving disciple. By the mercy of Krishna, one meets the bona fide spiritual master and by the mercy of the spiritual master, the disciple is fully trained in the devotional service of the Lord. Bhaktilata Bij means the seed of devotional service. Everything has an original cause or seed. For any idea, program, plan or device, there is first of all the contemplation of the plan and that is called the Bij or seed. 
The methods, rules and regulations by which one is perfectly trained in devotional service constitute the Bhaktilata Bij or seed of devotional service. This Bhaktilata Bij is received from the spiritual master by the grace of Krishna. Other seeds called Anyabhilasha Bij include Karma Bij and Jnana Bij. If one is not fortunate enough to receive the Bhaktilata Bij from the spiritual master, he instead cultivates such seeds as Karma Bija, Jnana Bija or political, social or philanthropic Bijas. However, the Bhaktilata Bija is different from these other Bijas. The Bhaktilata Bija can be received only through the mercy of the spiritual master. Therefore, one has to satisfy the spiritual master to get the Bhaktilata Bija. Yasya Prasadat Bhagavat Prasada. The Bhaktilata Bija is the origin of devotional service. Unless one satisfies the spiritual master, he gets the Bija or root cause of karma, jnana and yoga without the benefit of devotional service. But one who is faithful to his spiritual master gets the Bhaktilata Bija. This Bhaktilata Bija is received when one is initiated by the bona fide spiritual master. After receiving the spiritual master's mercy, one must repeat his instructions and this is called Shravan Kirtan, hearing and chanting. One who has not properly heard from the spiritual master or who does not follow the regulative principles is not fit for chanting or Kirtan. We must repeat his instructions. And if we have not heard properly, how can we repeat? So we have to be pay attention and hear properly and then we can repeat. We have to repeat. That is the duty given to us by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by Prabhupada. This is the duty allotted to us by Krishna through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, through Prabhupada. One who has not properly heard from the spiritual master or who does not follow the regulative principles is not fit for chanting, Kirtan. This is explained in the Bhagavad Gita 2.41. One who has not listened carefully to the instructions of the spiritual master is unfit for chanting or for preaching the cult of devotional service. One has to water the Bhaktilata Bij after receiving instructions from the spiritual master. This is very, very important. Right? So, this is what we need to do. These are the duties allotted by Krishna to us and we have to engage in all these things. So, when then we will also attain perfection. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You know, Prabhupada said that. He said, you follow the four principles, chant 16 rounds, I will take you back to Godhead. Then he repeated, don't think I am joking. You follow the four principles, chant 16 rounds, I will take you back to Godhead. Of course, to sustain that quality chanting and strictly following we have to have all the other support system of deity worship of associating with devotees shravan kirtan hearing the classes reading his books and engaging in service of book distribution all this to properly chant 16 rounds and properly follow the four principles and then we can go back to godhead so that's why he has given us the whole program how to live our entire life in krishna consciousness so we just have to follow and we will have perfection. For sure. For sure. This is a path by Krishna. So it will never fail. Provided we stick to the path. That's it. So that is the end of our session. And we will take any questions if there are. I think there will definitely be. Especially when Virendra Prabhu is here. We will have questions. Guaranteed. <laughs> right? Alright. Let's take to the questions now. 
first question from bhakta virendra how can we refrain or remain detached from our family members who eat onion garlic drink tea and progress in our krishna consciousness while living with them you cook your own food you have your own set of utensils and use only that for cooking and you cook and offer to krishna and live like that what to do we have to make adjustments so just do like that simple don't use their pots don't use their utensils cuz contaminated just use utensils for yourself and don't let them use it you have your own spoons you have your own ladles and everything your own and that's where you can do that next question um prem vikash prabhu is saying bhaktacharya swami maharaj passed away actually not yet because i mean i don't know now but before the class not yet because they were saying we have to follow the there have been some rumors but his own page they said he did not pass away yet so for those of you who do not know bhaktacharya swami is uh, one of the iskon gurus um who is uh, on the verge of passing away due to covid-19 uh sad news but what to do happens but the thing is it would have been even uh, more glorified i mean if he confessed and followed the ritvik system that would have been even much better and actually and at one point in his life sundagopal prabhu was telling me today that in uh, year 2000 in the year 2000 prabhu and madhupanit prabhu they all went they were having this discussions with iskon and at that time bhaktacharya swami was also there because there was a debate between iskon and you know ritvik system and then at that time actually bhaktacharya swami said you know what we have to stop all this initiation and actually reconsider this whole thing prabhu directly heard i mean he was right in front of him and bhaktacharya swami said that we should we should you know we should actually consider this whole thing you know we should review this whole guru you know um, issue he said that but i think you know eventually the system just the gbc just you know uh, put the rules and he just followed with the flow and he you know continued like that so it would have been much better if you know if he had uh, you know accepted the ritvik system and stood for it strongly considering all the evidence that is there and if he had preached then it would have been such great service i mean honestly if he a person of his caliber you know some some I mean, sanyasi and everybody if he, he talks like that then you know it would have been even more weight to the whole thing but unfortunately he went with the gbc and then against proper instruction so that was not very good anyway we don't want to talk um, against him at this time when he is passing away but you know for the sake of prabhupad's movement sometimes we have to talk although it may sometimes be unpalatable what to do prabhupad's prabhupad is even more bigger vaishnav you know he is the one who saved us all and we can't just see his movement being offended and he being offended um by such faulty conclusions drawn by ambitious disciples so we have to speak sometimes you know so for that sake only we are speaking it is not to offend him or offend anybody else but prabhupada is being offended and that's the concern so yeah that is that so as of now i mean as of the starting of the class he has not passed away although i have also seen that notice that he has passed away but when i checked his page 
No, they say this is all rumor, but he hasn't passed away. Let's see. But he's in a very, very critical condition. Next question by Bhakta Virendra. Is past life regression therapy to be true? Anything that is not Vedic, I wouldn't put my faith in that. You know, it can be any hallucination. It doesn't, actually we don't need all those, all those things. We just have to accept the statements of Shastra and that's it. We don't have to really. I have heard of this past life regression kind of thing. I don't have much faith in all that. Um, maybe, may not be, but it doesn't matter. So what? So what if you remember your past life? As, it was, as if it was like very glorious. Very glorious. You saved the whole world. Is it? I mean, we, 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 we failed, you know. We are a failure case. The, the very fact we are in the material world means we are a failure case. We are rather perfect our life. Whatever it was, my last life was a failure. Whatever it was. So let's understand that and make this life at least a pass. After all the million fails, millions and billions and trillions of gazillions of fails, let's make at least this one life as pass. Uh, that, that would be the perfection. There's no life, no point going into past life regression. We want progression. We don't want regression. So let's progress. You know, and make complete perfection. I mean, achieve perfection by following the process that is given by Krishna. And all by on all the great devotees who have left this process as as per today's verse. Purvai Purvataram Kritam. Hmm? Next next question by Bhaktivirendra again. Just as on earthly planet we are pre- practicing Krishna consciousness, do the residents of higher planetary systems such as Satyaloka, Tapoloka, Maharloka, and Janaloka who have greater facilities and long duration practice Krishna Bhakti and go back home back to Godhead? You think they are stupid fools sitting up there in the higher planets? Those who are in extremely in the mode of goodness, they go only to, the, to those planets. Higher than even heaven. Higher than even Svargalok. You mean some stupid fellows sit there? No. The most elevated people sit there. You know, the most advanced spiritualists. Even there, there is not complete knowledge. That's why Krishna says in the 10th, you know, that's why there was a discussion in the, in the Janaloka planet. And then King Bhrugu, because the discussion, the debate was, who is the supreme? They did not know. And actually Krishna says that, you see. In those planets, very, very exalted sages live. You know, Maharshis they are called. But here Krishna is saying in the 10th chapter, 2nd verse of Bhagavad Gita, you see. Name Neither the hosts of demigods nor the great sages who live on all these big, big planets. You know, this this highly elevated planets. Neither the host of demigods nor the great sages know my origin or opulences. For in every respect, I am the source of the demigods and sages. So they also don't have clear knowledge. Many have, but many don't have also. If they really have complete, pure devotion, they will go back. They will go back to Godhead. But the fact that they do not have, uh, is because that is the reason why they are in the material world. Of course, there are sometimes pure devotees who are in this material world like Lord Brahma, he is a pure devotee even Sun God is a pure devotee Krishna's disciple hmm? so there are pure devotees also in this, even among the demigods so <clears throat> and, and Krishna is even asking Arjuna to follow his disciple Sun God you know so and uh, next what was the yeah that was the question so next question by K. Subramanian Hare Krishna Prabhu, how can the 
being of pure devotees in Maya before they take to Krishna consciousness be explained? For example, Pillumangal Thakur. Why not? See, oh Krishna, <laughs> I have actually accidentally kicked the camera <laughs> out of position. Alright, so now we are back in frame. Okay, so the question is that, that what was the question? Yeah, how can pure devotees in Maya before Krishna consciousness? So we have to understand <coughs> that there are three kinds of, um, not three kinds of, <coughs> pure devotees only of one kind, but the way they attain perfection is three. So first is Nitya Siddha. He is always perfect. He never fell in Maya. And sometimes such souls are sent to this world to help the conditioned souls of this world. They are Nitya Siddha. Then there is Sadhan Siddha. Those who have uh, followed the rules and regulations laid down by the Acharya and through his Sadhana, the strength of his Sadhana, he has become Siddha. He has become perfect and he can become pure devotee. Just like Narad Muni. Narad Muni was one of the demigods, Gandharvas. You know, he was uh, in his previous, previous life. I mean, two lives before he was Narad Muni, he was one of the Gandharvas. And he was, uh, you know, singing in the heavenly planets. Gandharvas are great singers, heavenly singers. So he was singing and he was, you know, he, he composed a song about, you know, the beautiful nature. Nature, you know, the beauty of nature. And he was singing like that. The other demigods cursed him. What nonsense you are singing? You are supposed to sing about Krishna. What is his nature all? Huh? How abominable you have become? That is abominable for them. See the standard of demigods. Yeah? So they cursed him. You are not fit to be a Gandharva. You are supposed to only sing about Krishna. You are singing about nature. No, no mention of Krishna. You become a Shudra. So those who chant, those who talk without mentioning Krishna, like some of the Brahmachari in our so-called iskon. What is the end result? Shudra. So this Narada in his previous previous life, he was Gandharva and he was appreciating nature. Huh? Some talking about some you know some oh peace nature something. No no Krishna mentioned. What is this? Become Shudra. Get lost. Then he was born in the earth as a Shudra, as a wife of, and as the son of a Shudrani, and he, out of good fortune. They were pure devotees in the um, Chaturmasya and his mother started serving them. And there was no description of his father, which gives us an idea that his mother was such a low class that um, there was no father there, you know. That means should have slept with many people, you know, that kind of woman. And he was born like that. So he became a Shudrani's son, five-year-old boy. He ate. He, he, you know, of course, the devotees, you know, when you serve, you know, you overhear the, what they're talking and he heard like this and also he took their prasadam. Uchishthalepan anumodito dvijayi sakritsma bhunje tadapastha kilbishah evam pravrittasa What is that? Vishishta chetasas taddharma evatma ruchi prajayate Is that the verse? 1.525 of Srimad Bhagavatam evam pravrittasya vishuddha chetasasya i think that's that's the actual word evam pravrittasya vishuddha chetasas 
Yes, Taddharma Evatma Ruchiprajayata. Then he said, once only, by their permission, I took the remnants of their food. And by so doing, all my sins were at once eradicated. Thus being engaged, I became purified in heart. And at that time, the very nature of the transcendentalist became attractive to me. And then he became serious and he started, you know, his Krishna consciousness, even as the small boy. And next life, he became Narad Muni. So, <clears throat> once one becomes Siddha, there is no difference between him and the uh, Nitya Siddha. Once he is once Siddha, he is Siddha. He is a pure devotee. You see? So, whichever he was his previous condition. And Kripa Siddha is the third one. So, one is uh, Nitya Siddha. One is Sadhan Siddha. And one is Kripa Siddha. By the mercy of Krishna, one suddenly gets pure devotion. Or by the mercy of the spiritual master. Like in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela, he went to South India. And wherever he went, he converted towns and villages into uh, pure devotees. Just wherever he chanted, whoever came in contact with him, became pure devotee. Kripa Siddha. Just by touching him, pure devotee. One fisherman was fishing. And he, you know, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was like, you know, in his ecstasy, he became like, you know, like a ghost, you know. His eyes were all open and he was floating on the water. He was floating on the water. And this fisherman, you know, grabbed him and brought him. But the moment the fisherman touched the body of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he himself went into ecstasy. Fisherman, you know, eating fish, catching fish, selling fish, pure devotee. Kripa Siddha. Sadhan Siddha. When one follows the sadhana system and everything and then he becomes perfect. Actually, ours also. What sadhana we are doing? 16 round. What sadhana is that? Standard is 64 round. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati is animal if you cannot chant 64 rounds a day. Um, you know, <laughs> pathetic condition. By some kripa of Prabhupada, we are making any little advancement we are making also. Right? So, kripa is there. Of course, some sadhana we have to do. Huh? So, sadhan siddha, kripa siddha, nitya siddha. But one become, once one becomes siddha, siddha. Once he is pure devotee, he is pure devotee. That's it. Therefore, it is an offense to look at the past of the devotee. We cannot say, oh, Bilumangal Thakur received, oh, he, he was such a, you know. No, no point. Yes, he was. He was. But then, you look at the glory that he became such a great man. Ah. Ajamil. His name is mentioned in the Bhagavatam. He went with the prostitute, enjoyed whole life. His name mentioned in the Bhagavatam. Sukadeva Goswami, self-realized soul, perfect devotee, mentioned his name in the Bhagavatam. And today, we are reading his name. How famous he became. Why? Because he took to the right path. Although he did all this abominable action, he took to the right path and his name is mentioned in the Bhagavatam. So pure. So by um, coming in contact with Krishna, even such sinful people, they become so glorified that they are worthy of being glorified even by the great sages such as Sukadev Goswami. Ajamal was glorified by Sukadev Goswami. By Vishnudutas. Vishnudutas came to him just because he chanted Narayan. Just imagine the position of the person who is chanting the holy name. It's the easy thing we are saying, Ayo, when I will finish my 16 rounds, you know, we are treating the chanting beads like, you know. But how fortunate position is this, this chanting, that, you know, great Sukadev Goswami is, 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 Parishit Maharaj, they were, they, you know, they were discussing topics such, the most important topics they were discussing, because Parishit Maharaj only got 7 days. And in that, these were all, part of those topics how glorified is a person who chants so how much fortune we have 
that we have the holy name available to us hmm. so these are the examples so even if a person even yamunacharya was like that he was a sense gratifier in the first half of his life after that he became uh, devotee he is the guru of ramanujacharya so so many examples are there like that uh, but the thing is that those examples even amplify the uh, the the potency of the devotional service even more if only pious souls took to devotional service and became perfect okay nothing surprising but dino hina jata chilo hariname uddharilo the worst people if they become krishna conscious oh that is something really worthy to note you know if a, you know like prabhupad said i have made the hippies into happies Uh, that is people noticed him for that if you make um, all pious souls who are already like half god conscious you know make them full god conscious still good right but he made the most downtrodden people into god conscious ah uh, that is that is something strong in fact i also felt like that when i came to krishna consciousness you know sometimes you know because i was born in a brahmin family i never ate meat in my life but you know sometimes people actually wow you never ate meat in your life is like a wow but for me that is not very surprising okay uh, yeah maybe that's why uh, you know you know something at least oh, but i am more surprised that somebody who is a beef eater somebody who is in you know, a absolutely eating meat illicit sex gambling intoxication how did those persons make it in krishna consciousness those persons have given up all that that's an even bigger sacrifice how much they have given up to come to krishna consciousness that surprises me so that that actually shows the that really um, you know highlights the, the the potency of devotional service even the worst sinner in the bhagavatam we hear of this i mean chaitanya charitamrita we heard of the mrigari story and you know ajamil story in the bhagavatam but here practically also we are seeing the people who have been so addicted to sinful activities have given up everything and became krishna conscious and completely pure in their lifestyle of course still anarthanivritti process is going on but a huge huge shift that shows the power of devotional service so by introducing this examples of bilwangal thakur and you know, all this the the important or the the glory of devotional service bhakti yoga is even the krishna consciousness is even amplified mm. so it actually gives us even more inspiration that if such a person can you know advance i mean i did not go with the prostitute oh, okay i can also maybe do something about it you know you know encouraging these are all encouraging statements from the sta- shastras uh, to 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 give us the enthusiasm is not just some you know um, some only very very few people yeah actually very few people can follow because out of millions of people because they're having other desires but when we have come to devotional service these are all inspiring examples for us same so that's that's the point there next um bhakta virendra why shri prabhupada translated bhakti as devotional service because by chanting a devotee in material world seeks eternal service of radha krishna and in spiritual world a devotee serves krishna through various rasas shanta dasya sakya vatsalya or madhurya so is bhakti eternal service of krishna yeah so bhakti means devotional service bhakti means 
devotion devotion can be translated into you know as can be understood as many things because sometimes you know um people they think oh, i you, you know you are singing with such great devotion prabhu for example you know the voice of the person may be good but whether he has devotion or not is not just in the voice is in his actions real devo- krishna is not uh satisfied with a person with a good voice oh if he if he can nicely sing um, i am happy no krishna is not happy with that devotional devotion of a person means how much is engaging in service how much is surrendered to krishna um, that is the thing that krishna accepts so a person who is completely surrendered body mind and words when he sings ah krishna is the most happy even if he has no tune nothing you know even if he is completely off in his rhythm krishna is more happy with that than a very artistic presentation but without devotion narutmdas thakur was both you know excellent singer melody also and devotion also um so the main thing is the devotion though uh, that is the that is the thing <coughs> so devotional service bhakti means devotional service to engage in service active being active serve now bhakti means krishna this this you know if somebody asking you to do service i cut vegetables i am thinking of krishna prabhu don't disturb me <laughs> that that is nonsense absolute rubbish <laughs> so bhakti means be in the field work of you know krishna consciousness do service everything service not just like you know making a big show and then you know prabhu i'm i'm meditating on krishna don't disturb me you know don't ask me to cut vegetables and all this you know huh? what no, this is all nonsense that's why he is very careful you know krishna prabhupada is very very careful how he translated things bhagwan he said instead of saying god no 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 supreme personality of godhead it's like there's no chance for anybody to even you know it's so watertight the description of bhagwan nobody can even penetrate that you know you know like that he described so nobody has chance he does he did not give any chance to any nonsense rascal who says i am god you are god okay krishna is godhead finish you are god you can be god you can be god you want to be god you will be god but krishna is godhead he is head of all gods so you are also under him so shut up and follow him godhead some people say oh, god is actually in person no no personality oh person oh person means like you and me no 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 supreme supreme personality of godhead what a tight explanation hmm. uh krishna smaranam prabhu next question can we categorize the gbc as busy foolish yeah yeah they have already come to the wrong conclusion and they are acting on it and guiding others on the wrong misguiding sorry so ha huh? so of course yeah is busy foolish drohi this is called guru droha to go against the order of the spiritual master there is guru droha to betray the guru there is a betrayers unfortunately you know so anyway we can't we can't just say oh there's unfortunate there's unfortunate we have to be we have to rectify the situation we have to be if if they are busy foolish we have to be busy intelligent we have to we just can't say oh they are busy foolish let us be lazy intelligent huh? 
and be lazy no we have to be lazy uh, so busy intelligent of course lazy intelligent is the highest brahmana but in the, in this matter in the context that we have to be busy we have to spread this ma- this movement we have to be busy in the field work of krishna consciousness and spread this if we th- if we if they are foolish and if we are intelligent uh, better use your intelligence in you know krishna service prabhupada service and do the field work of krishna consciousness let us let us get to the ground get our hands dirty hmm? that's the whole point krishna smaranam prabhu what is the advantage of a devotee who unfortunately does not go back to godhead well he he takes birth in a higher family in a better in a better situation he continues from where he left off that is there in the 6th chapter you all know 6th chapter i'll just read the translations see in this uh, arjuna says you see arjuna said oh krishna what is the destination you see krishna in 6th chapter 37th verse as you can see here arjuna said oh krishna what is the destination of the unsuccessful transcendentalist who in the beginning takes to the process of self realization with faith but who later desists due to worldly mindedness and thus does not attain perfection in mysticism oh mighty am krishna does not such a man who is bewildered from the path of transcendence fall away from both spiritual and material success material failure spiritual failure then he just perishes like a riven cloud with no position in any sphere is that what will happen to him this is my doubt of krishna this is my doubt oh krishna and i ask you to dispel it completely but for you no one is to be found who can destroy this doubt that faith we must have in the spiritual master he can destroy my doubt we must hear listen to him then supreme personality of god had said son of pritha a transcendentalist engaged in auspicious activities does not meet with destruction either in this world or in the spiritual world one who does good my friend is never overcome by evil the unsuccessful yogi after many many years of enjoyment on the planets of the pious living entities that means he first of all go to the heavenly planets and he enjoys many years of enjoyment on the pious living and is is after that is born into a family of righteous people or into a family of rich aristocracy in this world or if unsuccessful after long practice of yoga there is unsuccessful after a short practice of yoga and then he falls down or after long practice he falls down you know two different results and he takes birth in a family of transcendentalists who are surely great in wisdom uh, he takes especially in devotees family certainly such a birth is rare in this world on taking such a birth he revives the divine consciousness of his previous life and he again tries to make further progress in order to achieve complete success o son of kuru by virtue of the divine consciousness of his previous life he automatically becomes attracted to the yogic principles even without seeking them such an inquisitive transcendentalist stands always above the ritualistic principles of the scriptures and when the yogi engages himself with sincere endeavor in making further progress being washed of all contaminations then ultimately achieving perfection after many many births of practice he attains the supreme goal what is the supreme goal a yogi is greater than the ascetic greater than the empiricist and greater than the fruitive worker therefore arjuna in all circumstances be a yogi and of all yogis the one with great faith who always abides in me thinks of me within himself and renders transcendental loving service to me he is the most intimately united with me in yoga and is the highest of all that is my opinion my with a capital m that's the answer for that next 
um, Krishna Smaranam Prabhu again. Why did Krishna arrange such a difficult situation whereby Arjuna is asked to kill his own family members? So that it just shows how Arjuna was great as a devotee. Even such a great sacrifice he could make for Krishna. So basically we have to sacrifice everything for Krishna, right? So, sacrifice what? Ah, everything. Everything means what? Everything. <laughs> so, that is what Arjuna, um, he showed by his example. He sacrificed everything, even his own relations, everything. Not everybody can do this. A great devotee can do great things. Small devotee can do small things. So, because Arjuna was a great devotee, Krishna just pushed the limits and just showed, even in such a great thing, Gurunabhi Vicharyate, he never, he never was shaken. Of course, he was apparently shaken. That is Krishna's desire, so that he asked questions. But otherwise, actually, Arjuna cannot be shaken. You see, 6th chapter 20 to 23. paramate chittam niruddham yoga sevaya yatra chaivatman atmanam pashyanatmanitushyati sukham atyantikam yatad buddhi grahyam matindriyam vetti yatra na chaivayam sthitaschalatitatvataha yam labdhvachaparam labham manyate nadhikam tataha yasmin sthitona dukhena guru napi vichalyate tam vidya dukha samyoga viyogam yoga samgitam in the stage of perfection called trance or samadhi, one's mind is completely restrained from material mental activities by practice of yoga. This perfection is characterized by one's ability to see the self by the pure mind and to relish and rejoice in the self. In that joyous state, one is situated in boundless transcendental happiness realized through transcendental senses. Established thus, one never departs from the truth and upon gaining this, he thinks there is no greater gain. Being situated in such a position, one is never shaken even in the midst of greatest difficulty. This indeed is actual freedom from all miseries arising from material contact. Even in the greatest difficulty, he is never shaken. And Arjuna showed that. So there are verses like this, but then there have to be examples, right? Example, Arjuna. And the whole Pandavas, they went through how much? In fact, Bhishma Dev said, you, you were... I mean, you don't, did not even deserve to live the amount of, you know, difficulties that you went through. I mean, you don't even deserve to live in those. Nobody can live in those conditions. One nine twelve of Srimad Bhagavatam, as you can see here. Aho kashtam mahonyayam yadyu yam dharmanandanah jivitum nar narhatha klishtam vipradharma chutashrayah. Bhishma Dev said to the Pandavas. Oh, what terrible sufferings and what terrible injustices you good souls suffer for being the sons of religion personified. You did not deserve to remain alive under those tribulations, yet you were protected by the Brahmanas, God and religion. To exemplify the strength of the devotees, to exemplify how Krishna protects the devotees even in the greatest dangers. So, Krishna made them go through that. So that to give confidence to us, you know, <clears throat> and, the, and the devotees, they actually go through that. If the Lord wants them to go through that, they will go through. Uh, if the Lord wants, you know, to set an example and teach newer, I mean, future devotees, whatever the Lord wants, they will do. Even if it's the most difficult thing, they will do. Hmm. 
next question by bhakta virendra can the mind be trained by reading shri prabhupada's books and chanting holy names we have to surrender to the holy name we have to surrender to the books reading books and not accept see when you reading books you are understanding that you know brahmana for example is not by birth but then if you don't accept that if you think still think you are brahmana by birth that means you are not accepting you are not surrendering to the knowledge that you are receiving <laughs> so reading yes but accepting you know okay let's let's go back to some basics bhagavad gita chapter 10 text 14 what what arjuna said here sarvametadritam manye yanmam vadase keshava o krishna i totally accept as truth all that you have told me totally no 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 99% 97.6% no 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 100% total means what 100 as truth all that you have told me so if prabhupada says and krishna is saying guna karma vibhagasha accept it don't say janma brahmana no no this is all asuri asura daiva varnashram daiva varnashram is so the main point is that accepting the things that are told by prabhupad and chanting hari krishna in the proper proper surrender we are chanting but you know so many aparadhs we are doing first of all the main aparadh is inattentive chanting so that we have to fix it first hmm? so chanting prabhupad books yes but accept the process and not just accept what is the other part what is the other part 18.73 it should be in fingertips nashtam arjuno vas nashto moha smriti lilabdha tvatprasadan maya chuta sthitosmigata sandeha karishye vachanam tava this is the next step what is that now i have regained my memory my illusion is gone i am now firm and free from doubt and i am prepared to act according to instructions karishye vachanam tava i will do what you say whatever you say Hmm? This is this is what we should do. Then yes, so Krishna is giving the knowledge. Prabhupada is giving the knowledge, but we have to be a disciple. See, Prabhupada is the perfect guru, no doubt. We have to become the perfect disciple. That is the onus is on us. And who is the perfect disciple? Example, Arjuna, and he said, "Sarvameta dritham manye yanma madhusikeshava." He said, "Karshe vachanam tava." do this we have to do this and then yes we will progress until then no next question by sharanam ram prasad hari krishna prabhu if someone is a pandit is it possible for him to remember lord shri krishna at the end of his life whether he was a pandit or not will be tested at the time of death if he can remember krishna yes he was actually a pandit but if he did not remember then he was not so the test pandit means what one who is very learned right now i can act as if i am doing my homework in, in school suppose i am i am i am studious i am just looking at the teacher i am listening you know but all that will be tested at the time of the exam whether he was actually learned whether he was actually learn anything that will be tested at the time of the murti janlo hai bhajan karo sadhan karo murti janlo hai if he is really a pandit he will be able to remember krishna at the time of death a pandit means he has to have the mercy of krishna first only a devotee is a real pandit ha huh? 
সো মূর্তি জানলে হয় অ্যাট দ্য টাইম অফ ডেথ অল দ্যাট উইল বি টেস্টেড ইন ইন লাইফ আই ক্যান মেক এ শো ইন ফ্রন্ট অফ ডিবোটিস আই ক্যান প্রিটেন্ট ডোজেন চ্যান্ট নাইসলি অ্যান্ড দেন আফটার দ্যাট ইন ওয়ান আম নট উইকলি ওয়ান্স ইউ নো ও চ্যান্টিং ভেরি নাইসলি দেন স্লিপিং স্লিপিং দ্য আদার সিক্স ডেজ লাইক এনিথিং ওয়াকিং ওয়েকিং আবার টেন এম দ্যাট ক্যান অফ থিং ওন হেল্প সো আই আই ক্যান আই ক্যান মেক এ শো অ্যান্ড মেক আদার্স বিলিভ দ্যাট আই এম গ্রেট ডিবোটি বাট ইট ইজ অল টেস্টেড এট দ্য টাইম অফ ডেথ হাউ গ্রেট ডিবোটি we were so at that time we can't cheat anybody we can't cheat death so better we be honest sincere devotees and if we have faults genuinely try to correct that's why if you see all the vaishnava acharyas songs how much humility they are praying with they're teaching us how to be humble to accept our position yes i am a fallen soul i am a rascal of the rascals if there is a championship for a rascal i will be the first gold medalist rascal i am um so that's how the acharyas sang their songs narottam das thakur bhaktivinod thakur uh why it shows us we have to accept first of all i am a rascal and then yes i can progress if i don't if i don't if i think i am a big time prabhu i am from brahmin birth you know uh, very superior you know i'm first class fellow you know all these things will not work i am the like krishna das kavraj said purisher kit hoy mui se laghisht জায়গায় মাথায় হয় মুইসে পাপিষ্ট পুরুষের কি আই এম ওয়ার্স দেন দম ইন দ্য স্টুল আই এম ওয়ার্স দেন দ্যাট ওয়ার্ম ইন দ্য স্টুল ইজ হরেবল হাউ সিনফুল হি মাস্ট বি টু বি এনজয়িং স্টুল লাইক দ্যাট ইউ টেক দ্য ওয়ার্ম আউট অফ দ্য স্টুল ইট উইল গো ব্যাক ইন টু দ্য স্টুল আরে রে ওয়াই ইউ টেক ওয়াই ইউ গো ব্যাক টেকিং মি অ্যাওয়ে ফ্রম হ্যাভেন Uh, go back to the stool that kind of life krishna's kavraj goswami is saying i am worse than that he's not just saying he's out of he ha- he's actually feeling that we may not feel but we are feeling now that oh i am the biggest guy here i am biggest devotee that is our problem that pride itself is like the stool eating you know like the worm eating stool that pride is like that that's why that song by bhaktivinoda thakur i mean bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur is the best a dushtaman tumi kisher vaishnav in fact he compared the pride you know oh i am a great devotee show off devotee right that pride is just like stool he said in that song and i think the second or third verse of that song he said stool it's like stool you know so that that is the thing <coughs> so a real pandit yeah he will be able to remember but if a devotee somehow or other does not remember krishna after doing all service yadi vatadi doshena mad bhakto na chamam smaret aham smarami mad bhakta nayami paramagatam so krishna is so merciful that if at by chance my devotee cannot remember me at the time of death i will remember him and i'll take him back krishna is so kind of course one must be not an offender but a actual devotee and you know sincere devotee you see hmm. Next question by Bhakta Virendra. Since I have not established deities in my home and Krishna temple is 35 kilometers away, I am unable to attend Mangal Darshan, Mangal Arati. I follow all the other rules of Krishna consciousness. So, Mangal Arati you sleep. Is that? At least we can wake up and chant, no? Oh, I have, don't have temple. Actually good, no? Yeah, sleep. Huh? Right? <laughs> no, I must wake up still. Huh? 
what is wrong one picture of prabhupad one picture of you know krishna some jagannath you know narsimhadev chetan mahapu you just have one altar and then you can sing ಸಂಸಾರದಾವಾನಲೀಢಲೋಕಾಂತ್ರಾಯಕಾರುಣ್ಯಘನಾಘನತ್ವಂ i think there's a yesterday's question also wait a second where are we oh we have gone to yesterday's okay wait um what is the next question okay vanajakshi mataji asked a question yesterday oh bhakti virendra is asking what time to wake up so 4:30 is mangal aarti time so be ready by 4:30 and you can start at home you know then vanajakshi mataji is asking um Abhijay, everyone wants to be happy whether here or other loka. Is it because happiness and peace are natural state of soul? Yes. Anandamaya Abhyasat. We always want happiness. So that's why we always crave for happiness because here we don't have it. Yeah. In the same way, soul is a part of super soul. So in every birth, it tries very hard to go back to the super soul and merge. No, 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 no. Part of the super soul means, you know, it's like a in a car it's a car but there is a spare part that is a part in itself you know it's not merge it is still as a part if there is a screw for example it's still a screw but it is attached to the car now it is giving some service to the car because of the screw you know something is not falling down some maybe chassis is not falling down whatever so the screw is playing a you know rendering some service to the whole so it is still a screw but it is still rendering service so <clears throat> not merge so soul is part and parcel of the super soul see 15 chapter this merging is nonsense was 15 chapter 7th verse mamaivamso jeevaloke jeevabhuta sanatana mamaivamsha everybody is my all living entities are my parts and parcels sanatanaha my eternal fragmental parts that means eternally they are parts they will never merge and there is no such thing as a soul being cut and again merged back no you see that is there is stated in the bhagavad gita second chapter right the spirit cannot be cut 223 nainam chindandi shastrani nainam dahati pavakah na chainam kledayantyapo na shoshayati marutah especially the first line nainam chindanti shastrani so the soul can never be cut to pieces it is not that parts means you know part or now it is cut so it's a part now and then join back merge no it is my eternal fragmental parts they're always separate always hmm? next one also achedyoyam adahyoyam the individual soul is unbreakable and insoluble it's unbreakable it cannot be so there's no question of separation and merging no always eternally separate but now we are in, not in engaging in the service of krishna and trying to you know just be separate from him that is our problem this was actually asked yesterday but you know um we're answering this um i hope that is understood and then next 
in the same way being soul is an eternal uh, conditioned soul who are more attached to the body feel fear to die at the okay let me read it in the same way being soul is an eternal okay the soul being eternal the conditioned souls who are more attached to the body feel fear to die at the time of having the body yes it is because the soul is eternal therefore we don't want to die that is why nobody likes dying because by nature he actually doesn't die it's unnatural for him because of the unnatural position he becomes in, he comes into fear why cosmetics are making so much you know why such a big industry because everybody wants to stay young why because the soul is actually young navayogunam it never grows old the soul never grows old but the body grows old it's an unnatural thing so again we want to stay young that's why we have those tendencies uh, we 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 like to be in relationships different kinds of relationships whether it be conjugal whether it be parental whether it be friendly whether it be as a servant you know respecting someone who is superior or whether it be just an appreciation of someone all these relationships why do we have them because actually they are supposed to be reposed on krishna so it is our natural our natural uh, repository of all these feelings are for krishna supposed to be but because we have forgotten him we are now reposing that on imperfect masters and we are not getting very satisfactory results so we have to turn back to krishna so that's the whole point so that's yesterday's question and then we have some other questions oh wow two and a half hours today well we have gone back to our standards ha <laughs> um uh where were we okay question by bhakta venkatesh it's recommended to follow liberated souls footsteps at the same at the same time can't imitate them yeah then unless we imitate only following is enough then following means their instructions and we we cannot do at their level right but whatever they asked us to do we have to do they asked us because they asked us to do because that is they know that this is possible for us to do and when we do that then we will get to that stage if we perfectly do it hmm because mostly if you are pure then only we can go back yeah if we are pure only we can go back even if there is slight contamination we will not be allowed in the spiritual world and let's say by last we if we become pure why don't we imitate also it's not is no more imitating you're already on that stage imitating means you're trying to you know when we act in a drama uh, like you know we we like i acted as krishna once <laughs> or twice so i imitated what krishna did but uh, of course for drama reasons but that's imitation imitation means when you are not there when you're not in that level but you're just acting it out this is acting that is imitation but when one actually is on the level of pure devotion he is not imitating him that's his natural state like can you say prabhupad imitated bhakta siddhanta by always thinking of krishna no he did not imitate he followed the instruction of bhakta siddhanta saraswati thakur by preaching the message of krishna consciousness in the western world and he himself is he is in the position of already a pure devotee so um imitation is not once you reach the stage is no more imitation you are on that level imitation is when i am not on that level and i am acting as if i am on that level and that is imitation but if we follow the footsteps we will also rise to the same standard 
that is there but still the spiritual master is always worshipable like prabhupada he is a pure devotee but still bhagwan saraswati thakur was worshipable for him like that although both were pure devotees there is no higher pure devotee lower pure devotee or pure devotee means pure devotee but still you know he executed the order of the spiritual master worshipable so that's how it is um question by vijay sharma prabhu question since we should not trust the mind how do we trust the thoughts that come to us and where do they come from if not the mind good so we should not trust the thoughts therefore <laughs> we have to take advice from sadhu shastra guru we should not trust the mind so the thought now if i am saying janma karma chame divyam evam yovati tatvatah so in my mind i am thinking now okay if i you know know about the um, birth and activities of krishna in truth uh, then as krishna said i will go back to krishna so i am thinking this is a thought how i know it is correct whether it is there in the shastra whether it is told by krishna whether it is confirmed by the authorities uh, so we have to check so that's why our thought process must be guided by sadhu shastra guru vakya tinete koriya aikya guru mukha padma vakya chittete koriya aikya narottam das thakur has sung like this so therefore should not trust the mind means we should always take that is exactly why we always show the quote because if i say something without showing anything you will think that oh, that is speculation that is his mind or that is his thought how you know it is perfect or not what that's why we show the whole process is i should not present my own own you know some 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 thought so if i present something i have to back it up if i if there is a shloka that actually says like that ah yes okay then that thought is bona fide so that's why our our whole thinking must be molded in that way our whole thinking should be is the is it there in the shastra is it told by prabhupada is it you know sadhu shastra guru that's the that's how we we should be deal with the mind so that means we are not trusting the mind we are trusting the shastra we are trusting the guru we are trusting the sadhu who are following the shastra principles ah yes then we can get the correct answer whether our mind is thinking right or wrong if our mind is thinking what is said in the shastra ah our mind is becoming our friend until then it is our enemy so i mean we have to make the mind our friend right that is stated in the 6th chapter huh? 6 5 for one who is a new sorry one must deliver himself with the help of his mind and not degrade himself the mind is the friend of the conditioned soul and his enemy as well for him who has conquered the mind the mind is the best of friends <laughs> so how to conquer the mind don't allow any chance any thought refer first yo you are suggesting me something okay okay let's see whether you are suggesting right or not let me check sadhu shastra guru right wrong oh nonsense mind right ah good but that does not mean next time you are right ha huh? understand next time another thought okay again check not that um because the mind is so clever no maya is very clever one thought it will give that is in line with the sadhu shastra guru ah now my mind has become my friend now i can listen to my mind okay next thought no finish never only when the that's why it is said for him who has conquered the mind conquered means never taking the mind as one's equal no 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 you, you down down listen to me 
first check here ah guru is saying something different shastra is saying different ah your nonsense mine your nonsense so that's how to do it. then okay 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 next time you will suggest something wrong again again check again wrong ah your nonsense next time right ah next time again check 100 times later million times later again check that's how then the mind will be friend always under control <clears throat> but for one who has failed to conquer the mind for one who has failed to do so his mind will remain the greatest enemy that's it and um next question by bhaktin puja hari krishna prabhu fetus killing is a sin but sometime in medical practice some complication when complication come when for save the life of mother it is necessary to abort the child and sometimes when organs of fetus don't develop properly it is very important medically terminated that fetus in in these two situations fetus killing is sin or for doctor or not show me the right path well whatever has to happen will happen but if we become an instrument in that yes it is sin listen if if he has to be born in a different way then you know that is just the way it is so you know abortion is certainly a sin you know to save the life of mother well maybe that's a consideration i don't know but still this probably never like you know he just said abortion is sin that's it of course either one if if the mother's um life is in danger you know to save mother's life that may be a consideration i don't know i didn't understand that that's what happens when you have a foolish smartphone i don't know if you heard that <laughs> so yeah it's a complicated question though complicated question <clears throat> but generally it is a sin <laughs> this particular qu- it's a very difficult situation you know the fetus i mean the mother's life is at risk well i would stay far away from this whole thing it's horrible i mean it's horrible <laughs> very like you know there are sometimes this thing that um what is that verse which chanakya pandit says um to you know to save the body sometimes a part of the body has to be amputated and to save a family one one person of the family can you know uh, be uh, amputated or you know driven away and to save the city one family can you know be taken away this is actually from the mahabharata where kunti devi you know they were this bakasur was there and all that anyway so sometimes you know for some reason some sacrifice like you know to for the diabetes for not growing sometimes the leg is amputated but that's not a sin because it's done to save the person so you know some considerations like that are there so yeah it's very difficult you know very difficult for me to answer that honestly next question um 
Bhakti Rajanya. If a person, oh yeah, wow, so fast. Chanakya Niti Shastra 3.10. Um, here quoted by Radhika Saki Mataji. So give up a member to save a family, a family to save a village, a village to save a country, and the country to save yourself. <laughs> so, you know, it's a, in fact, a part of the body to save the entire body also, that is also there. So, something like that. But especially this whimsical abortion, that is definitely, you know, that is very, very sinful. Very, very sinful, you know. So, Ajanya Mataji's question, if a person eat egg, will his soul in the next birth undergo abortion? Well, I am not Yamaraj or, what is it? What is the person with him? Chitragupta. Um, but uh, definitely it is sinful. I don't know what will happen to him, but might happen like that, you know. Anything, I mean, it's sinful. So, it's not going to be a good, good future. Um, Bhaktin Ajanya again. If a person kills fetus or helping abortion, will his or, or her soul undergo abortion in the next birth? Yes. Yes. And the mother and the doctor, whoever is doing this, if the mother does it, then next life also she has to um, undergo abortion. I mean, she will be killed as a fetus. And in that way, sometimes many wombs, one womb after another womb after another womb, she will just go like that and never see light of day. So, and for the doctors who do it, whew, that's going to be very, very bad news. Of course, the, the, the question of Bhaktin Puja, when it is a, when mother's life is at risk or something like that, no special case, maybe there's a different issue there. But 99% people are doing whimsically, just getting pregnant and aborting, getting pregnant and aborting like this. So, these things are very, very sinful. That is for sure. Hmm. <coughs> Will the soul suffer in many wombs or without getting a body? Yeah. Best is to even stay away from this whole abortion business. It's, it's the worst thing to be. I mean, if one is a gynecologist and if somebody comes for abortion, to get money, he will do it. Uh, if he doesn't do it, what kind of gynecologist are you, they will say. That has become, you know, it's, it's a very sinful business you know, nowadays. Alright. <coughs> I think that's the end of the session. Thank you very much. Bhagavad Gita ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Ananta Kodi Vaishnava Vrind ki jai, Nitai Gaur Primananda Hari Bol, Hare Krishna.